this intro. Let's get this show on the road. Welcome, Wolfpack. It's August 14th and 15th, 2016. And you're listening to Ghost Stories, a Destiny podcast. This wolf, we're talking about wolves. And uh, a wolf that... wolf, A werewolf and wolf job. And they're wolves you find stuck in the glorious, ridiculously amazing, awesome topic that we've not discussed until... Well, we're going to do it now. Um, that's right. Dwindler's Rig. No. Wait. Gallerhorn. Let's do it. Let's talk about some Gallerhorns. We've got a special episode this week. Uh, it, it's about the Gallerhorn. That's it. That's all. It's, well, we've got like one little kind of correction comment thing we're going to talk about. But the rest of it, all Gallerhorn. All the time. We've got emails and we've got some audio clips people sent us, and this is all from our listeners. And we're just gonna tell their stories, and hopefully everyone likes it. And I know you will because there are some good stories, and it's fun to get everyone involved. So let's start by getting us involved. And I am, oh gosh, uh, Saul for the X Ray. Uh, I guess that's a math joke. Math is hard. <laughs> Um, so I'll skip that and go on to, uh, Sherbert Pack. What's happening? Hey, how's it going? <laughs> I'm, I'm good. Nothing's happening. I don't have Gallahorn, so I'm sad, but I love reading all these stories. Well, what'd you do last week or last this week? Last week, or... I've been... This past played, week. Played Minecraft. I've been playing Minecraft, actually. <laughs> I, I did play Destiny. I played Destiny on Friday doing some raids and things where one of my teammates actually got Galahorn doing Crota, just killing stuff. So that's fun because I don't have one. But, you know, <laughs> I was actually, yeah, I was playing Minecraft this past week because um, awesome. Destiny's getting a little, little grindy, a little just completing things, getting to the build up before Rise of Iron. It's starting to slow down, but we're still going. We're still going. We're still playing. So, yeah. yeah. Can you, ma- yeah, the, can you I mean, make it's... a Gallahorn in Minecraft? I will now. Thank, thank you. Oh gosh, I'm sure that. there's. I'm sure there's skins. I mean, I'm and, playing survival. It's. It. I'll do it. <laughs> I'm gonna shear a lot of sheep, but I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Gallahorn sheep's heads all over. Yeah. It. Well, that's uh that other guy talking is drops launcher uh what's going on drop slash not too much uh my clan is in full prepare for rise of iron mode so we're farming exotic engrams and nudging all our factions up and sort of putting putting our game in a a ready to go state so we can just sort of log on and cash in everything and inch ourselves up towards the new light level and just sort of be prepared when the whole thing kind of drops uh other than that, I've been playing. I just started Diablo three tonight. <laughs> uh oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm still playing Hyper Light Drifter, which is fantastic. And I've been playing a lot of. I still play a lot of Magic: The Gathering on my iPad, uh, both duels and Magic 2014 because I love it. So it's been taking a bit of my time, but yeah, just it's like a lot of like bookkeeping and inventory management and it's I've been watching a lot of No Man's Sky videos and I'm like that's kind of what my destiny experience is right now <laughs> fly places collect things manage my inventory go back home I wish well I, I uh I decided the other day to look and see what all the backwards compatible games were for Xbox One 
And I was so excited to see that Left 4 Dead 1 and 2 are on there. And I was planning this week to, or last week to jump on and, yeah, and uh, and play some of that. And I had a, had, had a busy week with some some uh, personal stuff going on, but uh, I I think that's what I'll be doing this week. I'm gonna I'm gonna play me some some Left for Dead and relive the the glory days of killing some zombies and some mutated things and bashing things skulls in with a with a garden gnome and, and whatever and other enjoying, melee weapons I can enjoying find. Enjoying hearing your character yell, "Pills here," which was always <laughs> oh, gosh, my favorite yes. part of Left. Yep, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> um, <laughs> and that guy is Gabblehorn. What's going on? Uh, not much. I'm uh, I'm probably three quarters of the way through my non-lethal playthrough of of Dishonored. It's still amazingly nice. fun. Um, I also finally got my last Destiny achievement this week. Uh, Flawless Raider. I, I do have to shout out Raging Poop. I told him I would. Um, <laughs> It's the only time I'm going to say his name on this podcast ever. <laughs> <laughs> I commend you for even. Going uh, it was part. hard. It was hard. Um, but yeah. What's the shout out for? What, what do you do? What's so special about that poop guy? Well, he he basically I, I sent him a message and I was like, hey, I don't have Fallus Raider. Can you make it so I can just sit here and not do anything and still get the achievement? <laughs> and that's basically <laughs> what he did. <laughs> nice. Oh well, good day. Hey, guess he serves a purpose after yeah. all i didn't think he who did knew? much who knew? but <laughs> who knew <laughs> well the that's other, it for oh, the other thing that i've been doing this week for folks interested in the podcast stuff i discovered that the html for our show notes on podbean are a mess <laughs> so i've been going back i'm going to slowly reformat all the code behind our show notes so they appear. It should help with the way they display in iTunes, with the way they display in your RSS feed. So in the future, our show notes should be much, much nicer to look at and get information out of. So, Wow. Well, if, if, if you notice, sometimes when you, if you're linking them and you're looking them, line breaks don't appear correctly or links don't appear correctly or both text doesn't appear correctly, the so I've decided to look at the code. It's a mess. I'm going to fix it all. So look for that in the future, if it awesome. if it if it affects you. Good, good. Uh, I'm going to knock a few things out of the way real quick uh, before we jump into these corrections. I mean, you have, by now everyone knows where we are and how to find us. But we are destinyghoststories at gmail.com. If you want to email us, leave us uh, some some comments or tell us what we did wrong or tell us what we did right. You can find us on iTunes and Podbean uh, and t- Twitter. We are at Stories. Um, on iTunes, you can leave us some reviews and ratings, and we are we've got 111 uh, ratings now, and we're still wow. we're still holding five stars. So I'm pretty excited about that. We've got a, we've got a couple one stars. One of them was a weird one that the guy just was looking for something else and. <laughs> Hated our name. Wanted actual <laughs> ghost stories. Actual ghost yeah, stories. Yeah, he wanted actual ghost stories and was like, yeah, you guys, your name sucks. You need to change it. It makes no sense. Okay, well, thanks. Yeah, ignore um, the colon a destiny podcast part. <laughs> right, right. Well, we're um, all destined to we, become ghosts, right? Maybe that's where he was going. Yeah, well, maybe. Maybe. No, we, yeah, I'm, and I'm, we got I'm a... a <laughs> 
<laughs> we got it. We got a three star and, and uh, I think a couple four stars, but we're holding pretty. T- I mean, it's great. And uh, but what what I find kind of amazing, uh, and I said this I think last week, but out of our 111 uh, ratings, we've got 88 reviews. So 80. 88 people decided to leave us a comment uh, when they left their rating, and that that's pretty amazing. I mean, I... Yeah, thank you. I don't... I mean, when I rate apps and stuff on iTunes, it's like, okay, get out of my face, here's a star for you, and I'm gone. But, uh, man, those... I've read them all, and uh, as we approach uh, milestones in those, you might see something special for me when I when we get there. I won't give any more away, but... I've been, been tossing around some ideas of what to do with all these reviews. So, <laughs> I'm waiting for the five-star review where somebody just copies you and writes thank you like a thousand times in the review section. Hey, I would read it. I read <laughs> them all. I read them all. Um, <laughs> oh, you know what? I, I, I'm going to read. I've got one right here. Uh, the, the description of this review is Lorgasm, and the review is... That is all. Thank nice. you. Short to the point. <laughs> so that's it. Yeah. Hey, I, I read them all. Um, that's it. You can find us these places, and you can leave us reviews and tell us that we are doing a terrible job or a great job or just giving you warm fuzzies, and, and that is all. And, or should uh, have a glass of water. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or that. <laughs> you know who we're talking to. Um, <laughs> what do we got here? We got some corrections and comments. Well, before uh, you jump into that, on that, on that same yeah. topic, we're talking about how those reviews are so important for us and for our visibility. Um, I think I can I can say this. I think I can bestow upon him this title. Friend of the show, Seth Dickinson. Yeah? Yeah? yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. So he was asked in our in our in our listener chat, uh, the best way to get, uh, to get a hold of his book. And he mentioned basically any way you can possibly get it is, is the best way. But, uh, one thing that is super helpful for him are Amazon ratings and reviews. So lots of our listeners have read this book. So by all means, give that guy a review too. Yeah. If you, if you found the Trader Brew Cormorant through either us talking about it or our interview with Seth, or if you just picked it up, yeah, leave a review on Amazon. It makes a huge difference. And if you haven't picked it up, you should. <laughs> it's super good. It is. Yeah, yeah, or you'll end up like sure and be awake at four thirty in the morning reading it. It's really good. <laughs> and if you're, I if haven't, you're, I haven't left a review there, but I'm going to for sure. And if you're not in our in our listener chat, shame on you because he actually joined our book club channel and has been chatting with people about the book today. So maybe you should. And he knows nothing about you accounting. Should, you should join. So that <laughs> How does it even? I mean, lies. <laughs> yeah, that book is full of lies. <laughs> what a set. <laughs> yeah, I, it wasn't even planned, man. That's, that's how we roll. All right, let's get into these corrections and comments. Cosmology sent us something. What do we got, Drop? So, in the last episode, when I was talking about swords, I was talking about looking for corrections on things like. Soliton flares, uh, zeptocyte cores, and cosmology in our Slack chat chimed in with a note on soliton flares. So he says, Most waves change shape while they travel. This phenomenon is known as dispersion. Dispersion happens when some external... Stop editing it while I'm writing. We're reading. Jeez. 
Dispersion happens when some external force acts upon the wave. For example, an ocean wave might become flatter because of a strong wind or taller because of a shallow seafloor. If these forces happen at the same time, they can cancel each other out, and the wave will travel without any change to its shape. This is called a soliton a wave that travels without distortion. Solitons are special because it is nearly impossible to find a wave that has exactly no external forces distorting it. So my theory on soliton flares, there are waves of energy in helium filaments or old solar coils. They might damage the filaments because as solitons, their energy does not dissipate. That's a cool bit of science trivia on waves and solitons. Maybe that's why Ray's lighter never goes out. <laughs> Maybe. That's so. uh, yeah. That's absolutely. I mean, man, he's got. He's got some neat stuff to talk about. I mean, he he's just got a, an interesting mind as far as the stuff he he knows. You know. Yes, absolutely. There's we've got some amazing people in the oh, fan chat who just have such a breadth of knowledge and experiences that. You know, I'll I'll pop in there because I don't know something, and there will be somebody who's like, "Oh, I'm an expert on that. I I, I have a master's degree in you know wave theory or something." So it's <laughs> it's so good to be able to bounce stuff off that team. They're an awesome group of people. Well, okay, so just because we're talking about it now, and this is kind of a a listener episode uh, for the most part, focusing on Gallahorn, but in our in our Slack chat also we've got. Um, a member content channel and I was just scrolling through that and man I'll tell you what it is I, I mentioned this a long time ago uh, but uh, Jared B who's our who's tagged the art guy in our in our chat uh, he made that video that we talked about a few weeks ago about the uh, Thanatonauts <laughs> um, we've also got Cassie the cat in our in our chat as well and she's the one that if you watch Crucible Radio or, or follow them on Twitter or anything. All those guys, Swain and Birds and uh, and all of them, they've got these really cool um, avatars or their their picks or whatever that she drew for them. It's like half of their face and half of their helmet. Well, anyway, oh, yeah. she's working. Yeah, she she did all of those. And she uh, she's working on this project now, and it's, just, it's really cool. And she posted it, and... Uh, Jared jumps in and he's given her some tips and he also I think uh, I think Sherb you were in the conversation with him talking about um, oh, what was it, it was it was uh, yeah points of, yeah so uh, uh, he was talking oh, to me was about uh, drawing stuff perspective he was talking to me in a, yeah. in a, a direct message and he I was saying he's saying oh did you know do you know how to draw perspective and I'm like oh I kind of know the theory behind it but I'm not very good at it and he's like well head over to member content it's time for art lessons and I was like yes <laughs> so he oh, heads over awesome. and he starts like drawing out step by step showing me the technique it was great I'm just sitting there like drawing it all in because it, it was great like he knows all the theory behind it because he's been an art student and everything so it's like yeah, I'm looking at it now, and he does perspective drawing 101, and he talks about the three types yeah. of perspective drawing, and you know, there's there's one point perspective and two point perspective, and he's showing and pictures point. of I little mean, sketches he's doing yeah, at the same time. Yeah, it's really and good describing it. But I mean, this this just goes again into how you know how this community has just continued to evolve from hey, let's talk about this video game to man, let's read this amazing book, and oh my gosh, the author's here, and 
I'm an artist. Hey, so am I. I know stuff that you may not. Here, let me help you. And and it's just with cosmology and all of his, his the physics and and uh, just everything. It's it's just it's just so cool. I I'm I mean I it's hard to keep up with all the channels and all the conversations, but you'll see some that you'll just get. Even if you know I'm not. I'd love to be able to draw like these people, but there's no way I ever will. But it's still so amazing just to watch everyone help each other out and see the little things that people come up with. And and I just got to say to everybody in our in our Slack chat, keep it going, man. It's it's so much fun, and this is it's just turned into a big family. And and you know I found out this past week how many people really do, you know, kind of care about what's going on in each other's lives and how they're doing and things that are going. I mean, I had like I said, I had some personal stuff going on this past week. I lost a, a good friend of mine and. Uh, everyone, how are you doing? Is everything okay? If you need to talk about it, whatever. And it's just, I love it. Everybody who's who's there, thank you for being there, and thank you for for taking the time to be with us and and making this community just amazing. And and I love you all. Thank. I'm saying thank you as much as I want today. So <laughs> suck it, it, whoever doesn't like it. <laughs> thank you, everybody. So, thank you, horn. The thank you horn. <laughs> speaking of speaking of horn things, let's talk about this rocket launcher, Gallahorn. What what do we got? This is what we're doing. We're going with Gallahorn. Yallahorn. Yallahorn. Gajallahorn. <laughs> ball ball of horn. Whatever we want to call it. It's it doesn't matter. We all we know what we're talking about. G horn. Icelandic. Yallahorn. All right. Well, let's do the official first. So we're gonna Gallahorn. for the purposes of this episode. I think we're mostly gonna stick with Gallahorn since that's what comes out of Bungie. Uh, that's how they say it over there, so let's say that over here. We'll get into some pronunciations a little bit later. All right, Gallarhorn. There is beauty in destruction. Why not also in its delivery? Fesial Cruise. Uh, and this is the first time I think we get uh, Fesial's first name. Uh, normally it's just uh, Cruise and Lomar. but uh, Or Crux. I guess some people call it Crux Lomar. But then I can only think of Crux of Crota. Anyway... <clears throat> Grimoire reads, The Gallarhorn shoulder-mounted rocket system was forged from the armor of guardians who fell at the Twilight Gap. Gifted to the survivors of that terrible battle, the Gallarhorn is seen as a symbol of honor and survival. So, if you have the Art of Destiny book, that actually reads a little differently. Uh, and that entry over there says, The Gallarhorn shoulder-mounted rocket system was designed and personally crafted by Fesial Cruz as a gift to the Guardians who fought at the Battle of Twilight Gap. Forged from the armor of the thousands who fell, to wield Gallarhorn is to wield honor against any attempt at our extermination. Which is a little darker than what made it into the game. Uh, and then, Sherb, you have a note yeah, here. Yeah, I was just saying, well, I was saying it seems a bit brutal, like... You know, hey, you survived a terrible battle. Congratulations! Here's a gun made from the armor of your fallen comrades. Honor, you, honor their memory with more death, please. Like, <laughs> you know, I know you're traumatized from that battle, but you know your buddy's armor. I made a gun from it. Right. This is made Great. out of your best friend's boots. And then yeah. just on the armor of guardians, I'm saying, well, it makes the design make sense if they were all wearing the crest of Alpha, Alpha Loopy. Maybe that's why they died. Yeah. <laughs> Should have been wearing better exotics. <laughs> Out. <laughs> we'll talk about Crest of Alpha Loopy when we go into the exotic armor episodes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Although if they were all wearing Crest of Alpha Loopy, they should have just been able to revive their friends that much quicker. 
Yeah, well. Anyway. Do you think Crux Lomar just had their team go out? Like, okay, go out to the battlefield and just start collecting armor parts for me, please. Yep. I'm going to make something cool with it. <laughs> but first, I got to find the YouTube video to watch. <laughs> <laughs> How to craft a Gallahorn from armor parts. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe he's just sitting there with a little, like, sign up, like, we'll accept your scavenge. But isn't that what we're going to be doing in Rise of Iron? Apparently. Yeah, maybe. So we're, we're going to go there, and we're going to have to watch his YouTube video on how to make Gallarhorn <laughs> armor parts. That's the first part of the quest. I would laugh so hard if the first part of that quest is gather, like, 50 Crest of Alpha Lupi you have to, and break them, you have to, break like, them down for a wolf head mantle. You have to get, like, X amount of Glimmer to go to Rahul and request to use his iPad to view this on YouTube. <laughs> Like, or go sucker punch a ninja and steal right. theirs. Yeah. <laughs> Let bring me like, 50 golden wolf heads. Yeah. Uh, so what kind of perks does this thing have, speaking of wolves? <clears throat> okay, well, the signature perk here, obviously, is wolf pack rounds. Uh, we'll get a little bit into wolf pack rounds a little bit later, but I think everybody knows them for what they are now, and they're awesome. <laughs> uh, the hidden perk uh, is grenades and horseshoes. And if you're not familiar with that perk, uh, it is the rocket launcher perk in the game. That means that your rockets will detonate when they come into proximity to your target. They do not have to directly connect. Which is funny because Gallarhorn has tracking. But Yeah. Uh, and that is a reference to uh, close only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades. So if you've ever played the game Horseshoes getting close to the pin counts, uh, and if you've ever thrown a grenade, eh, general proximity usually <laughs> works. Grenades would not be effective if you had to directly hit people with them. Uh, the, the quest to acquire this gun is the reason to play Destiny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or a reason to quit. <laughs> uh, did we figure out how to pronounce Adrian's last My name at the last show? Myshak. Adrian Myshak was a concept for Gallarhorn. We'll talk about his design process a little bit. And the 3D model was Mark Van Heitsma. Uh, Foundry is Crux Lomar, who crafted all the rocket launchers we've talked about in the exotic episodes. So that does it for the hard sort of information on Gallarhorn. I think we all know it. it's white and gold and covered in wolves. We'll talk about the wolves. All of them. So many wolves. <laughs> Except for Wolf Job. We will not talk about that. <laughs> uh, all right. So in Norse mythology, the Poetic Edda, this is another reference to Norse mythology. There's tons of them in Destiny. Uh, the Gellerhorn is the yelling horn, and it is sounded by Heimdall to warn of the onset of Ragnarok, the Norse apocalypse. Uh, I think I have some quotes here from that, too. Uh Fast move the sons of Mim and Fate is heard in the note of the Gallarhorn. Loud blows Heimdall, the horn is aloft, and fear quake all who on hell roads are. So, and then I have a note here about even the pronunciation back then and where the word comes from. So, regarding this stanza, scholar Andy Orchid comments that the name Gallarhorn here may mean horn of the river Yol. Uh, as Yol is the name of one of the rivers in the underworld uh, 
<clears throat> whence much wisdom is held to derive. But note that in the poem, uh, Grimmensmal, uh, Heimdar is said to drink fine mead of its heavenly home, Himmenbjorg. So this says that the reference, the word Gjallarhorn may not necessarily mean yelling horn. Uh, it may be the horn of this particular river, which contains knowledge. So the horn is conveying the knowledge of Ragnarok when it is blown. As opposed to just screaming, <laughs> here comes destruction. Ragnarok! <laughs> uh, if you can't get a good mental, we had a good conversation about Heimdall earlier. Uh, Idris Elba is Heimdall in the Thor movies, and he's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, A.K.A. Ballerhorn, A.K.A. Jellyhorn. Uh, in Icelandic, and daughter Judy sent us a great a reference video to Planet Destiny who talked about this way back. They had somebody who speaks native Icelandic, and they talked about the pronunciation, and for them in Icelandic, and it is uh, Getlehorn. So, uh, I prefer CD from Work Revolt's pronunciation, the Gajaler one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to link some of CD's reviews in our show notes because that guy is hilarious. The next one here is more than any other weapon in Destiny, this weapon defined year one and was the touchstone for Guardians becoming legend. And that is the whole inspiration for us doing this show uh, and talking about sort of everyone's legends because, I mean, this gun, like, broke the internet. We broke the internet. <laughs> Gallarhorn Day, like, the front page of Reddit, other people were like, what? What is Gallarhorn and why is the Destiny Reddit going bananas over it? Uh, we just had Gallarhorn Day. Uh, we're recording this on Sunday. Gallarhorn Day was a couple days ago. Uh, by the time you listen to it, Gallarhorn Day will be about a week past. But if you're familiar with the Destiny Reddit, we broke it again. <laughs> it was fantastic. To the point. It was amazing. And we got, what, 7,777 upvotes for... Bungie, so Cosmo and Deej would <laughs> send us a Gallarhorn Day video, which is hilarious. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, there's no... This This is the weapon that launched a thousand memes. Like, it's got Wolfpack memes that explode into littler memes constantly. <laughs> so why why was that day coined Gallarhorn Day? Oh, well, we'll talk about that uh, a little bit below. Wow, okay. Let's go into some of the notes about where it's been, where it's going, what it is, how it was designed, stuff like that. Uh, so my note here is, it was often considered both the best and the worst thing in Destiny. Uh, Gallarhorn damage was premium over pretty much everything else in the game. Uh, not a little better than everything else. It was near mandatory for the highest level of play back in the day. Uh, and it divided the community into very clear haves and have-nots. So for as amazing and great and wonderful as it is, there were a lot of folks who were not happy that it became sort of like mandatory. Level 34, yeah, I, uh, Gallarhorn. I, I, I remember getting pulled into a, from LFG, um, you know, one of the, you must have Gallarhorn type things. And I got pulled into to the Crota fight. And they said, you got a Gallarhorn? I'm like, yeah. Didn't think anything of it. And we played for a bit. And all of a sudden I got booted. I messaged him back. I'm like, what's going on? You didn't have a Gallarhorn. I'm like, yeah, I did. And I I just forgot to equip it. 
But they didn't wait around to ask or anything. They're just like, oop, gone. <laughs> Next guy. <laughs> well, I mean, you don't need it at the beginning part of the raid. I don't. No, it was it was at Crota. We were at oh, Crota. Oh. Yeah, they just needed help. But yeah, still though, it's like, man, it was it was ruthless back then. Yep. All right, Tom Doyle, art leader Bungie, once said, "This is Hulk Hogan's belt in weaponized form." Uh, Tom Doyle must not much watch much wrestling because Hulk Hogan's belt was used as a weapon many times. Uh, this is the gilded weapon of a city champion. It is the very decorated. It's a very decorated guardian to, weapon, to say the least. Feared and revered, with no attempt to be stealthy, it loudly announces its presence with a howl. Note, Gallarhorn does not actually howl when you fire it. <laughs> That'd be too Although good. It should. All the little wolf faces on it should howl. And like little high, <laughs> pitch, little high-pitched wolf noises because they're so tiny. Like pups. Yeah, like <laughs> every time, like who's using Gallarhorn? What was that? <laughs> Do that again. <laughs> there. Okay. This, this next I'm quote, gonna, I think, gonna, is my favorite. <laughs> I'm gonna blame that on last generous. <laughs> But yeah, this one, uh, what started off as a joke, ended up making a statement about our game. Uh, the quote, uh, The initial block model for Gallahorn was cool looking, but it was missing some detail that would make it shine in first person view. Mark just kept adding a wolf every day that he was working on the high resolution model. <laughs> <laughs> and the follow up quote to that is, This rocket launcher has the highest WPG count of any bungee weapon ever. WPG, of course, means wolves per gun statistics. <laughs> I thought the concept said a lot about the world we were making, mainly the mythic elements of its fiction. Uh, yes, this concept says a lot about the world you're making. If you've, if you've never played Destiny, all you need to know is wolves per gun. More wolves <laughs> equals better. Yes. It should be actually like a stat that's calculated on all the weapons. Well, and, and by, that, by that logic, Rise of Iron is going to be badass. Because there are a lot of wolves in it. Yeah. It's a high true. WPG. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen more wolves than guns in Rise of Iron so far. That's true. Wolf doggies. Yes. Sorry, for some reason I just had a mental image of somebody wearing Crest of Alpha Lupi and the wolf's mouth opening on the chest and shooting a missile, a rocket out of it. Yes. I don't know why that just appeared in my mind. But <laughs> like, that would be a pretty OP piece of body. Yeah. Yeah. But where does the rocket go? Like... It, the rocket's along. <laughs> Space magic. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> opens a door to a, another timeline got, with rockets in it. <laughs> it's got an invective, easy bake rocket oven inside. <laughs> when you're when you're wearing the cloak instead of uh, just a normal stab when you melee or punch, you like maul them to death with your head. See, now I'm just picturing all the wolves on stuff howling. Like when you revive someone while wearing Alpha Loopy, it's just like, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> it would be so funny if you revived or were revived wearing Alpha Loopy, like a huge full moon appeared and a wolf howled and you rose up back to life. <laughs> okay, we're getting off track. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No. Us? What? All right. In the E3 closed doors demo, when Josh asked what he had strapped to his back, uh, the Titan player Joe called the weapon the Wolf Pack, and then later on called it uh, It Was Raised by Wolves, which is a reference to uh, Mowgli, the protagonist from Rudyard Kipling's The Jungle Book. Uh, and we'll talk about that quote. I have it, but we might as well go into it here since it does play a bit into the lore of the gun. 
Uh, and also ties in closely with another reference here. So, okay, I'm going to say Bahanin because I don't like Ikora Ray. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, and the cold mantis gloves have the quote, People think the law of the jungle is just selfish brutality. People haven't read the poem. So that in itself is a reference to chapter two of the Jungle Book, uh, The Law for the Wolves, which is part of the law of the jungle. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I'm going to read that. I'll read that later because I got the whole thing down a little bit lower. Uh, The Gallarhorn was used in the Destiny live action trailer, Become Legend. Uh, I'm not sure if that same one they used there was the same one they brought to, was it E3 or was it PAX where they had one that shot t-shirts? I don't know, but it was awesome. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the same one that Cosmo had in the Gallarhorn Day video. Yeah, although I'd rather have the axe that Deej was holding, <laughs> personally. It looked so cool. The axe doesn't shoot t-shirts. I don't care. It could swat them out of the air. Actually, we don't know that the axe doesn't shoot well, t-shirts, do we? <laughs> they'll probably find <laughs> out at uh, Gamescom this week. No, that's right. All right. In September 2013, the Bungie podcast, it was mentioned that, quote, Crusader Knights and Gladiators inspired the uh, design of the Gallarhorn. And that Crusader Knights thing is a reference we also find in a lot of Rise of Iron. They talk a lot about, like, Arthurian legend and Knights of the Round Table, so it makes sense that that is when this thing is coming back. Well, even all the, uh, like, Iron Banner armors and stuff, they're all very, like, the look of them. All very reminiscent of that sort of knight's look. Yeah. Oh, do those wolf heads count? <laughs> a lot of that armor's got yeah. wolf heads all over them. Mm. Should. Oh, what about that awful hunter cloak that is a wolf head? It's I the, like the wearing worst that hunter one. cloak. <laughs> it is. The... I don't. Okay, like, maybe I don't not think worst. Desi- maybe not worst. I don't think it's a good design. I just like wearing it because then I can bark at people. <laughs> it looks. I don't like it. Because if you're playing Iron Banner, that thing gives your head hitbox like a whole extra head's worth of height. You can't hide behind anything wearing that. It doesn't give your hitbox extra height, though. No, but it makes it super easy to see. (laughs) You see these little ears poking over the top of a block. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) There's a hunter over there. (laughs) But it does look really cool when it's pulled back. I guess. I don't think so. Not if you you wear Graviton Forfeit, because Graviton Forfeit looks terrible with no hood around it. (laughs) I know, because mine's permanently affixed to my head. <laughs> all right. So let's do a little bit of timeline stuff here, because, as we all know, I love timelines. Uh, July 17th, 2015, the announcement of the faded Destiny 2.0 balance patch in which Gallarhorn had its Wolfpack rounds nerfed. A dark day. It was. Uh, John Wisniewski, quote, If Destiny had a nuke, it would be the Ballerhorn. We definitely intend to have a high-damage heavy weapon that was ideal for PvE destruction. What we did not intend, and what we unfortunately saw, was pick up and raid Nightfall gating participation based on whether or not players had this weapon. Gallarhorn was so strong that for many people it had become the only answer to getting through tough encounters, and therefore they were less willing to spend time with other players that didn't have it. We strive for Destiny to be a place where single weapon or strategy does not dictate how or with whom you spend your time. In the new world, Gallarhorn is still worthy of its legacy as a heavy exotic weapon, but we hope it promotes inclusive behavior rather than exclusivity. 
I mean, that no. that still happens. Like, it you can't raid with us because you don't have Touch of Malice sort of thing. I like that we had yeah, a moment of silence for Galahorn right there. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah, well, I mean, that's very much what happened with Touch of Malice. Or Black yeah. Spindle. Yeah. So, and at this, even up to this point, it was still super rare to find Galahorn. It was still a very, like, elite weapon to have. Uh, until August 14th, 2015, Zur sells Galahorn for the second time. The internet explodes. <laughs> As we talked about earlier, that was Galarhorn Day, the first Galarhorn Day. Uh, and everybody went bananas for the most part. Like, it was nuts. The, the Reddit went crazy. The internet went crazy. It was, like, trending on Twitter. People had no idea what was going on if you didn't play Destiny, but that was the... If there's a legacy that Destiny will have, it will be Galahorn Day. Uh, and then we, six days later, August 20th, 2015, we all learned that Galahorn will not be making the leap to year two. Quote, Galahorn will remain a year one exotic at year one levels. Uh, and that was the collective sound of everybody aiming their Galahorn straight down the ground, <laughs> blowing themselves up with it. <laughs> They got to enjoy it for a month. No, they got to enjoy it for a week. Well, I guess a month. But still. Not long enough. It was not long enough. Well, so something I want to say, though, because you mentioned uh, the Bungie podcast. Mm -hmm. uh, so just for people who don't listen to many podcasts or haven't for a long time. So Bungie always had a podcast back in the day, um, and they ran... Until, oh, I think it was, it was like sometime in like 2010-ish. And then they stopped and basically said that we'll be back with our ne next project. And they came back um, in like 2013 and ran until mid-2014, I think. Uh, they only had like a few episodes, though. It like, uh, man, what was it early, early, I'm looking it up now. Uh, January uh, in 2014. And stopped. So that was the last episode. Was January seventeenth, two thousand fourteen. So, I mean, if you go out and look for it, you'll find a lot of old stuff. But they aren't currently producing a bungee podcast anymore. But it's worth listening to, just to hear the Bungie Kids theme song. Oh gosh, yeah, it was coined at. Well, I mean, so so he made the original Flintstones right. Kids vitamin right. Marty, theme Marty song. That's why. Yeah. yeah yes. And. uh so they pulled that in there. But man, it was a great... I listened to that podcast back oh, yeah. in 2010 and prior um, because it was great. Luke was on mm -hmm. it. He was a he was on it all the time. And uh, Marty O'Donnell was on there uh, quite a few times. Do you think Marty O'Donnell would do a theme for our show? Can we just have the music have of money. spheres be the theme for our show? Like the entire thing? <laughs> Every show Every is show. Double, double in length. <laughs> Here's an hour of music before the show starts. <laughs> that wouldn't get old. No. It would be would be cool. It's too bad there wasn't a fiercely devoted team of people who are really good at making a podcast about Destiny that could pick up that torch. Hmm. Uh, <clears throat> anyway, so we just learned recently, <laughs> Gallarhorn <laughs> will be making its much-heralded return in year three. In both vanilla and iron forms. I'm wearing my iron Gallarhorn t-shirt right now. Uh, I have pre-ordered for the iron Gallarhorn 
and less excited for the Galar wing. <laughs> I'm wearing a t-shirt. I'm wearing a black t-shirt. Mine's all white. Mm. Yeah. I'm wearing a Who's non- on your- I'm comfortable non-Destiny t-shirt. <laughs> well, it's good to know that both of you are repping Dead Orbit colors. Today. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Scott Taylor, executive producer of Rise of Iron, explained that uh, how Gallarhorn began its comeback with a late-night text message. <laughs> I got a text one night from Chris Barrett, our game director, and he just asked, what do you think if we brought Gallarhorn back? Uh, I think people would go crazy, Taylor replied. Good crazy or bad crazy, Barrett asked, to which Taylor confirmed, good crazy. Uh, quote, when you see Gallarhorn in Rise of Iron, it functions in all the ways you want Gallarhorn to function. Uh, but he also insinuated, Taylor said that it might not be the all-powerful kill-everything-win button that it once was. Quote, we're always balancing the sandbox. Gallarhorn is obviously one of the most memorable weapons in all of Destiny, but the sandbox is always evolving. So when Rise of Iron comes out, Gallarhorn will be appropriately tuned to Rise of Iron to that experience. Man, they have to be so careful with what they do with that gun. They do. Well, <laughs> so when they showed off on one of the live streams, when they debuted it coming back, the stats have changed on Gallarhorn. It's lost a lot of velocity. Uh, probably to balance the, the raw impact power and the wolf pack rounds, but it's not... And it's one of the things that made Gallarhorn so ridiculous is the combination of tracking wolf pack rounds and the insane velocity that the rockets have. So it looks like it's going to see a velocity nerf. So I don't know if that's the Rise of Iron experience. That we're all going to experience a velocity nerf. I mean, we, we already learned that the sprint delay is intentional. That's kind of a velocity a, nerf. <laughs> but it's always been that way, so. I guess. We've been nerfed from the start. <laughs> so, fast forward to August 12th, 2016. The Destiny subreddit re- declares uh, Gallarhorn Day 2016. Destiny the game subreddit turns into a horror show. It was crazy, uh, and that even that original one was absolutely nuts. Uh, the front page of Reddit was hit, like I said, uh, trending on Twitter. People making insane bets about like if this gets enough upvotes, I'll delete characters. And uh, people who bought Gallarhorn, like people who were just buying dozens and dozens and dozens of Gallarhorns from Zer. Uh, the trial, even like the trials, there's a mega thread every week, and the trials mega there was a mess because everybody was talking about Gallarhorn. <laughs> like it was just yeah, they basically the suspended every rule, well, not not every rule, but most of the rules of the subreddit and what you were allowed to post, and so people could just yeah. post anything, and it just became nuts. And it was raining Gallarhorns, and but then it started raining penguins, yeah. and then it started raining penguins carrying Gallarhorns. Ah. <laughs> uh, Somebody was keeping an eye on Deej's account, and he had bought the Gallarhorn from Zer when it was sold. It was just, it was crazy. It was so funny that it just went absolutely bananas. So, good times. Mm-hmm. I, I, I still have an insane version of this year's, say, like, on my laptop right now. I can see the penguin with a Gallarhorn <laughs> raining from the sky. <laughs> <clears throat> so that's a lot of sort of like the history of Gallarhorn, where it comes from. 
uh, how it was designed and why it was designed the way it was, why it decided to come back, uh, things of that nature. But the real, the real memory here, the real, the reason why Gallarhorn is so beloved and people lost their minds and it was coming back for year three, really, is because we've all had amazing experiences and we have met. Well, not all of us. Sorry, Sherb. Uh, <laughs> it's oh. cool. I just sit in my non-Gallahorn corner. <laughs> oh, you have I'm not. Uh, so, but it's it's in our stories. Like Gallarhorn became like a vehicle for our stories that made us legend. And we've read some exotic stories in the past exotic shows, uh, but we specifically asked for Gallarhorn stories for this show, and folks did not disappoint. Uh, we've got a ton of them. <laughs> Uh, and there's even some we may not get to. We apologize. We may we're still doing exotic episodes. We still got the armor to, to talk about, so maybe we'll insert some of those in there. But yeah, man, this is these are our legends. These are our stories and our legends. And I'm gonna start off with that Rudyard Kipling quote uh, from the Jungle Book. Real quick, yeah. Um, how cruel would it be if, like, the last part of the quest was dismantle a legacy Galahorn? That's fine. I got like six of them in my vault. Oh, I know. No, it's fine for me too. You can buy it. But I was just thinking of Sherb. Oh. Not if you've oh, never gotten it. Oh. Yeah. Or if you're a new player. Or so, but that brings up a question. That Talk about a grind. If you handle pre- some other people. If you, <laughs> <laughs> if you go, pre-order. Go Sorry. If you pre-order Rise of Iron, do you just get the Iron Gallahorn? Yes, they've, they've mentioned this in interviews where they've talked about people who pre-order will just get it. I hate that so bad. Yeah, that's And that of... they're hoping that it will not prevent people from doing the quest for it as well because the quest is really well thought out. So, But still, I mean, that's literally like pay us money to get this amazing gun. Like, yeah. I don't... I don't I'm... Well, it's not like you're paying more money no, for it, No, but still, it's, it's... I don't like it. Anyway... I mean, I love Gallarhorn, but it's going to take an amazing piece of heavy equipment to get me off of my sword. Right. Like, I'm anticipating, like, and the other big question is what light level does that Iron Gallarhorn drop at? So when we first sign in and we get it, is it... Three. Yeah, that would be horrible. <laughs> Come on. But if it's anywhere near the light cap, you know, that suddenly becomes, if I know I can get it back from the quest... Ooh, that's tempting to put into my bolt caster and take with me on <laughs> Just my. Just immediately, I rise. If you said. Yeah. <laughs> so to trump to trump my sword, it's going to have to be an amazing piece of equipment because there's pretty much nothing you can't do with a sword these days. I was in, I was helping my brother in Court of Orcs a couple of days ago, just farming up armor parts and getting some uh, artifacts and things like that, and it was two. There's some random other people there. Two bolt casters, two raised lighters, and one dark drinker. Oh, man. Nothing, no, no encounter lasted more than 35 seconds. Even tier threes were just annihilated. Everything was vaporized in seconds. Court of Oryx uh, is the most amazing place to use swords because they're confined yeah. to such a small area. You can just go and kill everything with it. Yeah. I was on my favorite. I was on uh, Solar Skin. Uh, Sunsinger Warlock with Dark Drinker. It's awesome. Oh, I love that build so much. Uh, we're not here to talk about swords. <laughs> no. Uh, 
We're here to talk about our legends. Okay, so here's that from... This is from uh, The Jungle Book, the quote-unquote Law of the Jungle, also known as Law of the Wolves. I'm going to read just this first uh, entry in it because it is the most relevant. So it says, <clears throat> Now this is the Law of the Jungle, as old and as true as the sky. And the wolf that shall keep it may prosper, but the wolf that shall break it must die. As the creeper that girdles the tree trunk, the law runneth forward and back. For the strength of the pack is the wolf, and the strength of the wolf is the pack. I'm going to have Gabble, not Gabble, maybe Gabble. I'm going to have X-Ray read the whole thing for the, the end of the show. <laughs> so, okay. that said, let's talk about the wolves in the pack. These are... These are our stories, our legends. They're your stories and your legends. Hey, Guardians, what's up? It's Arrow Knight. And Cyborg Sasquatch from the Destiny Reset Podcast. Hello, everybody. Yeah, we wanted to talk a bit about the Jallarhorn. The Jallarhorn. There's so many different things to call it. Jally? Galley. <laughs> and then there was that, that really weird way that they pronounced it on one podcast. Yalar? Yalarhorn? Yes. <laughs> So that's something I'd love to know, uh, Ghost Stories guys. What do you think is the correct pronunciation of Gallarhorn? They probably had a whole episode on this, and, and we... They've talked about it before. <laughs> I just want to hear them again. <laughs> but man, Gallarhorn in year one was uh, a special gun, man. Yes, Everybody it was. wanted it. You really needed it to get through some of the tough stuff, you know? Yeah, it even... Uh, I don't think any of us really liked it too much but it was you have it or sorry you can't be in our fire team <laughs> dude it was rough out there it in was. lfg land if you didn't have a gallerhorn but i fortunately so i got mine pretty early i would th i would say it was before uh it was before crota's end what about you no mine was after crota's end and uh Ouch. it was rough <laughs> and yeah. that was back in the day when it took days to level it yeah, man. How did you get yours to drop? Actually, mine uh, was, I remember it's so funny. I, I miss remembering drops like this. It was to LFG. I used to use Bungie.net's LFG, and it, it worked well. And I found two random guardians and jumped in, I think even a little late into the strike, uh, the nightfall. And yeah. uh, boom, there I got it. The random guy that nice. joins Gallahorn. I remember I was just playing a random Crucible match, and I was playing with my buddy Hammer and uh rufio were my in real life buddies and uh, i was like middle scoring person i was in the red you know at the end of the game mm -hmm. and i just look up and uh there's a gallahorn <laughs> on the crucible reward screen man i love those feelings in year one I, th to get yeah. those rewards in the nightfall i gotta give a shout out to those random guardians too for the for the help <laughs> no doubt man but yeah i uh of course, flipped out mm -hmm. and uh, was pretty happy to have that thing thereafter. Well, we were pumped because we were working on two, three manning Crota. So yeah, <laughs> that Gallarhorn. Well, man, yeah. So uh, that is our story of Gallarhorn, and I'm looking forward to hearing uh, what everybody else has to say about Gallarhorn on this episode. Yes, yes. But be sure to tune in to Destiny Reset for all things Destiny. If you love Destiny as much as we do, you'll be in the right place. Yeah, actually, I was going to start off with, um, <clears throat> so I, I got my Gallahorn um, after House of Wolves, shortly after House of Wolves, um, from the exotic chest in the Vault of Glass, uh, and my, my little group of, of uh, 
clanmates and friends, we we had a we had a rule. Those some of us that ran together a lot had a rule that every time somebody got their first Galahorn, they were not allowed to stop playing Destiny until they unlocked Wolfpack rounds. So as soon as it dropped for anybody, people just would start shouting, no sleep till Wolfpack rounds. Because we were all raiding at night. It was always at like 1 o'clock in the morning when someone's dropped. As soon as somebody saw it, no sleep till Wolfpack rounds. And it was sure enough, you had to go do bounties or else people would just harass you. Um, so yeah, yeah. Yeah, you couldn't burn modes of light back then. Nope. <laughs> and it took forever to level yep. up exotics. Uh, anyway, so that's that's how I got mine. Um, this one, let's see. So our first message is from NFG Rocker Dude. I don't know if this was, was this an email, I assume? Yeah, most of these long ones are emails. <sighs> Alright, so this, uh, so I started playing just after the Dark Below had dropped. I remember my buddy helping me out on my first Nightfall. I got this rocket launcher. I was like, oh cool, now I have a nice rocket launcher. He calmly said, it's actually one of the rarest and most wanted weapons. And I just shrugged it off. It wasn't until my second or third nightfall that I understood what it was. I was playing with two LFG guys at the end of the nightfall. Bam! It dropped again. I immediately heard moans, groans, and salt from them. I swear everyone gets one but me. It was probably a dick move of me, but I said, Man, that sucks. I already have one of these. The chat went quiet, and they left. I got even more salt after decrypting another one from a legendary Ingram and telling everyone about it. I never experienced a loud shriek in party from a first-time galley drop, but do I remember all those LFG posts stating that it was the must for end-game activity. Still a great gun, and can't wait to try it again. Thanks, guys. Jeez. I was from a legendary yeah, Ingram. I, I, I was never that lucky. The my my one from from the vault chest is the only one I ever had drop. Um, I did buy one just to like so I could feel a part of something. When Zer sold it, I was like, I, I want to be part of this fun. So I went and bought one. It was kind of hollow, though. A hollow win. Yeah, yeah, but whatever. My brother got his Gallarhorn as a random reward in a year one Crucible match. Uh, I couldn't believe it. I didn't even know you could get exotics from a Crucible match. And this was there was no three of coins yeah. this is back in year one. Yeah, the, you know, the, the match just ends, people getting their rewards, boom, Gallarhorn for him. I was Jeez. like, what? And then it wasn't, it must have been three days later we were running Crota and he got a second one. <laughs> so he is, he is insane luck in this game. All right, this next one's pretty long. Who wants to take it? Or I can take I can, it. I can do it. I can do it. I haven't talked in a few minutes. Um, all right, so this one, well, here, here I'll tell you kind of my... Gallahorn story. Uh, my first one came from farming the first chest in in the, the dark below. Uh, oh, before they just, fixed it, <laughs> I just yeah yeah I just I just needed I needed to to get stuff to level up my gear, and uh, so I'd farm it you know once a week or whatever with all three of my characters right away, and that day I got uh, the the shroud what's it called the shroud of flies. Yes. Oh, I love that so cloak. It is, yeah, I got that cloak, and then I got Gallahorn, and then I got a Dragon's Breath all, all that week, just from been, you know, 15 minutes farming it with my three characters. Um, and after that, they started raining down. I mean, <laughs> all the ways you described a few minutes ago are ways <laughs> I've gotten Gallahorn. I've gotten one in Crucible. I've gotten one from a Legendary Engram. I've gotten them from Nightfalls. I've gotten them from Bosses. Um, I'm... I... I think I've had 12 of them 
um, total, um, either 11 or 12. And every time, the first time I got it, I, I wasn't, I didn't really know much about it either. I was kind of like, Hey, look, I got this. And I told a guy I worked with and he's like, Oh my gosh, you got that. I've been trying. I'm like, nah, I got it. Sorry. I don't know what to say. And then as I kept getting them, I just kept losing people that would talk to me. And <laughs> it was always, I told you guys this before the show, um, you know, late in, uh, during prison of or around prison of elders release, I guess. Um, I had someone say, Hey, come help us with vault of glass. We're trying to get, uh, you know, we're trying to get to the exotic chest and this guy needs to get his, his fate bringer. And I'm like, sure. And jumped in and, uh, they were already at, uh, they were already at the Templar. And so we beat him and maybe it was later because you weren't getting double drops. Then it had to be after rise of iron. Cause I got two fate bringers that dropped or rise of iron. Sorry. King's King's fall. Um, King's fall. What are you talking about? I don't know what I'm talking about. The taken King taken King release (laughs) after, after that came out in that when you started getting double drops or if you ran on hard or did you always get those? I don't remember. Oh, you mean the the combined hard combined? Yeah. yeah. That was, did you always get those when you ran hard first, you would get, you yes. a chance for And because drops. of the way Vault was set up, both drops came from the full loot pool. So that's why you could get two Fatebringers from one Templar kill. Okay. So I was so I think I'm right. I think it was around Prison of Elders. Um apparently I don't know anything else. But I got How's <laughs> <laughs> a wolf? God damn. We're uh, talking about wolves so right yeah. now. Anyway, I got two Fatebringers. And the guy that needed the Fatebringer was upset. Well, same guy needed Gallahorn, and I got that from the exotic chest, and he was not he was not happy with me there. Um, and then it was always I've I've been there when people have gotten their first Gallahorn too, and the excitement is great. So uh, tacos, infinite tacos. He I was there when he got his from the uh, the Death Singer, and that was that was fun. You know, everybody got really excited. So so it's always great to. To be around for that stuff. But this guy sent us this email, Richie9024. It's a long one, so bear with me. <clears throat> My brother and I have been players since the beta and accomplished most of our Destiny milestones fairly close to each other. It's something we enjoy doing together very much. So was the story one afternoon as we were both on the hunt for the elusive horn. My brother had obtained the checkpoint for the exotic chest in the Vault of Glass through some sneaky back alley dealings I didn't want to know about. All that mattered was we had another chance at getting the beautiful weapon. My brother had said earlier that day that his RNG had been strangely good all week, and he had a feeling about it this time. My RNG, as always, was garbage, but hey, maybe this could rub off on me. He invited me a... He invited a third in... He invited a third... Oh, he invited a third in from his friends list who agreed to hold the door for us as we swapped characters between all three of our tunes. The anticipation built as we did the usual ritual of using a vanilla emotes on the <laughs> chest. <laughs> yep. Hmm. Melee, grenades, shooting it, finally kneeling before it, whispering a prayer to RN Jesus. We, he went first. Yellow text on the lower left of my screen. Gallahorn. He had found Gallahorn. He went ballistic, and rightfully so. The gun that, one... 
was one of the greatest designs in the game, two was a monster in PvE, three would now allow him to participate in so much more content due to the great must-have Galahorn requirement of year <laughs> one. It was glorious. He was so happy. I silently smiled for him as a one-year-old daughter laying, lay sleeping on my, ca- on my chest. Surely there could be one in here for me through, the, through my three characters. Primary, Titan, Shards. Oh well. Load in, first alts, ritual, rituals again. Excitement is high. Everyone's feeling good. His warlock goes first. More yellow text on his screen. He says, I'm sorry. Pulls another Galahorn. <laughs> Two in a row. Two in a row. <laughs> we, we've been trying for so long with nothing but truths. And he just pulled two horns in a row for my warlock. Shards. My stomach drops. At this point, my silent smile has quickly become silent <laughs> anger. Two in a row, man. Third characters are a blur. I think class items... I think the class item for his titan. For my hunter, shards. Just shards. The sleeping baby on my chest is now a thousand degrees <laughs> due to my fury. What are the chances? He feels bad, but I try not to let my feelings spoil the moment for him. It's not easy. I probably didn't hide it well. For the next few months, we raid in nightfall. Anything we can do weekly for a chance to get <clears throat> to get me one too. All that while, or all the while, I get to watch his glorious wolf backgrounds decimate anything in our path. It's both beautiful and infuriating. Mine did come in year one, two weeks before Bungie nerfed it. <laughs> but those were the greatest two weeks I'd experienced in Destiny up till that point. This day, to this day. Though we all know how it works. We all know it's not how it works. I tell him he stole the second Gallahorn from me. I hope you like my tale of broken heart, <laughs> of a broken heart and brother's betrayal. Just kidding. Thanks for reading and keep up the good work. <laughs> That's amazing and infuriating. I mean, that... It's crazy. Getting man, so. opening that chest and only getting shards out of it was so just like oh, ugh. it was the worst. It was the worst. So, all right, what do we got next? Uh, I can take this one. Yeah, this is from Troy the Second. It's a nice short one. Uh, I am a year one beta player on Xbox, and I never got Galahorn until Zer sold it the second time right before the Taken King. But my friend who doesn't even play Destiny anymore, Destiny anymore, got two on his first Vault of Glass run. And what annoyed me even more that was he would only use it when I was there, just to rub it in my face. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nice. Okay, I'll take this next one. I'll tell one of my. Well, that was that was that was from Troy the yeah, second. Sorry, I don't I, know if I we said that. Or not. But that's cool. Thank you, Troy. Oh, she did. Okay. All right. Sorry. <laughs> So I never got Gallarhorn uh, until Zer sold it, uh, but my little fire team, both of those guys, had it. And the day Zer sold it, so I have my brother lives in Eastern Standard, uh, and then we have one in Central, and then me and PST. I woke up that morning and my phone was going nuts because the two of them were just spamming my phone with Gallarhorn, 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 Gallarhorn. I had no idea what they were talking about. <laughs> Uh, I'm like, is this a, a mean joke? Because I'm the only one who doesn't have one. And then uh, Chrono on my team sent me an email that is just a gigantic font and all caps. It says, Gallarhorn, Gallarhorn. That is all. Uh, so 
I went and I immediately bought it. I had a ton of strange coins at that point. And I went out and I managed to level it up without ever firing it once uh, because I wanted to be with them when I fired it for the first time. So we went in and that week there was a nightfall that was solar burn and the original Archon Priest strike. Perfect. Yeah, so I I, uh, I popped the cherry on my Gellerhorn during a Solar Burn Archon Priest. All three of us just stood in a line and melted the Archon Priest with three Gellerhorns. Uh, it was awesome. So, And then the same way, like I had... I had that month just like gloriously do everything with it. And the three, we did everything, three of us, like everybody running Gallerhorn. It was awesome. We got so much done in, in that month. <laughs> uh, and that's my Gallerhorn story. Uh, and now I will read Jalo Gunner or Zalo Gunner. If I say Jalo, I mean, it's going to be somebody from Russia is going to get on my case. It starts with an X. I know. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's X Alo Gunner. <laughs> My Gellerhorn story is pretty simple, but I'm confident I'm not the only Guardian this happened to. I played Destiny from launch from launch week and did so solo. After a few months, I gave up on the game with no one to play with. However, during House of Wolves, I found a group of friends who introduced me to their clan. We ran all the usual clan stuff, hard modes on both raids, nightfalls, strikes, and so on. In fact, my first Crota experience was me spawning into the raid and spectating as the team huddled around the green crystal and killed the Death Singer, after which I popped Hunger of Crota, the first and only time I've ever gotten the poor man's Gallerhorn, as you called it. I think you called it Ghetto Horn. <laughs> yes. Uh, with little to no effort on my part. <clears throat> the majority of the clan already had Gallerhorn after repeated raids and so on. The elusive weapon continued never to drop for me. The Taken King was on the horizon, and there's only about a month or so of year one left, and still no sign of Gallerhorn. Then Xur showed up in the tower, right when I happened to have plenty of strange coins for once. So after it never dropped for me for months and months of toiling in Crota, Vault of Glass, or anything else, all it took was a visit from Tentacle Face. Hashtag anticlimactic. <laughs> but hey, I'll take it, and never look back. Uh, thank you for all the hard work and effort. So. Yeah. Thanks, Zer. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next we have Chef Queso, which is a great name. It is. <laughs> I'm going to stumble over so much in this. All right. <laughs> Hello, Ghost Stories crew. Um, oh, yes. Can I skip all that? Yeah, oh, yeah, sure. I'm going to read it all. Um, <laughs> edited for... Edited for... Yes. Okay, okay. My first exotic go. was, believe it or not, Galahorn. That's... That's terrible. That is. <laughs> I got it out Come of my on. second nightfall during the third week. Oh, my God. <laughs> At the time, I loved my belt-fed machine guns, so I broke down the almighty baller horn, G-horn, GG horn, pwn horn, yellow horn, or whatever the kids call it these days. What? <laughs> because I thought I would never use a rocket launcher in the game. The second one I got, however, was the Hawk Awesome, which to this day still has the highest amount of kills in my arsenal. The second being the tra la 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 <laughs> Which is still a couple thousand behind. Okay, this guy's first exotic was Gallahorn and his second was Hawkmoon. Hawk, ha yeah. 
Come on. (laughs) (laughs) I did, however, get Ballerhorn again the day before they announced House of Wolves. Now the only exotic I'm missing is Zen Meteor. Love you guys and all the hard work you put into the show. (laughs) Well, when I started my PS4 game, the first exotic I got was Jade Rabbit. And the second one I got was Zen Medius. So there. I just, I mean, like, I remember, I remember the people. I, I had a friend who played the game at launch with me, and Xur sold Galahorn. And it was, man, if I'm going to use an exotic, it's going to be my primary, because you use that yep. more. So I'm not going to spend, I'm not going to grind for strange coins for the next two days to buy a rocket launcher. The second nightfall on the third week. <laughs> that's crazy yeah. and then he broke it down that's even crazier in the days of no blueprints like breaking it down was yeah. essentially deleting it forever in those days and he got it again and then he got it again <laughs> but I do have to say that if Gallarhorn taught me anything it is the value of heavy ammo synths yeah <laughs> Uh, which is something I was just playing with my brother yesterday, and it, it's like, oh, I'm stocking up on stuff for Rise of Iron. It's like, oh yeah, I'm gonna go buy some heavy ammo since. It's like, how, by the way, how many do you normally keep on you? And me, I was like, oh, I keep 200 on each character and a thousand in my vault. Good lord. <laughs> and he's like, what? I'm like, yeah, I learned from the days of Gallarhorn that you can never have too many heavy ammo since. Really? I keep 10 on my characters. None in my vault. 200. All the rest are just pegged at Jalal. <laughs> yeah, like, I've so love me, damn it! I want my exotic <laughs> out of it. I'm, I'm ready to level twenty. So this this next one we've got is from, from Tien Papatop. Yeah, this is a tweet at <laughs> Now, yeah, and I remember this, and so I just dug up while you guys were talking. I dug up the conversation that was had because I'm going to read the whole conversation. He just has we just have one sentence yeah. in the notes from it, so I don't know if this is further down if any more of it's further down but uh so it starts off um with we uh, we sent out a tweet that says another reminder get your gallahorn stories either written by sunday or audio by early monday and deep fried dave who's one of our friends he uh he quote tweets it and says my story's too short squealed like a 14 year old girl at a beaver concert and it dropped for me an iron banner <laughs> To which, to which TN Papa Top decides to jump in and say, yeah, early one morning around 1.30 a.m., Captain Morgan dismantled my Gallahorn. Lock your guns, Guardian. Lock and your deep, guns. Yeah, yeah deep, right, deep right Dave comes back and he's like, that SOB, he did some horrible things to me in college. But that takes the cake. <laughs> oh, I can't even imagine. And then, and then TN Papa Top comes back, and, and I mean, this has to be bad. The worst part was explaining to my fellow DOD guardians over and over again that I didn't have one anymore. <laughs> I mean, that's just, ah, that's, that's awful. But, eh, it happens, <laughs> I guess. And this, yeah, this is before, again, before the days of blueprints, this is before the days you could even lock your weapons. Oh, yeah. Oh, the weapon, yeah, the yeah, weapon lock was thing was, like, in a response to... Two people accidentally deleting things like Gallarhorn. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and calling Bungie support saying you gotta fix this. We need. I need my gun back. It was accident. Someone else deleted it. It was. Was it after that video where that poor kid like let someone like remote play his PlayStation? He deleted all his characters. Oh, yeah. Did you guys ever see I that? Saw that? Oh man, that was that was the worst. Although we still can't lock characters. 
Right, yeah, that's true. One of the main reasons why I do not have an elite pad for my Xbox One. <laughs> so you don't set it on your knee and accidentally delete a character? Yeah, accidentally delete characters. Yeah. Jeez. <clears throat> All right, I'll take this next one. Uh, I want to share my exotic story with you. Oh, this is from uh, Sergeant Gurr, or Mike. Uh, back during Vanilla Destiny, my friends and I were running our Nightfall Strikes for the week. We were on our third run of Sepkis Prime, the Sepkis Prime strike, and I hadn't gotten anything all night. I started to give up hope that I would get anything this week. Then, when we were defending Little Light from waves of ads, a legendary engram dropped. I started joking in party chat, saying at least I got a legendary heavy weapon engram from running three Nightfalls, but it's probably going to be junk. That was when one of my friends chimed in on his party chat, saying, nah, it's going to be Gallarhorn which we all had a good laugh about. So we finished the strike, and I didn't get anything that was usable on my Titan. Once we got back to the tower, I ventured over to Master Ahul and started offering up my rare engrams that I collected. Finally, I get to the one legendary engram I had received from all the hard work we had put in. In the most sarcastic voice I could muster, I said, Yeah, here comes my Gallarhorn. When I was hit with the sound of an exotic hitting your inventory, I was stunned. I looked to the side of my screen to see that I had just gotten a Gallarhorn and just broke out laughing. Everyone in my party chat was asking what happened. I replied that I did indeed get Gallarhorn, but they didn't want to believe me until I equipped it so they could inspect me. I believe it was equipped there until year two started when I begrudgingly stored it in my vault where it currently sits. The Gallarhorn I got from a legendary engram. Man. And in those days, legendary engrams could decrypt into rares, too. Oh, awful, awful <laughs> times. <laughs> it's funny people talking about Nightfalls in Vanilla Destiny. And again, if you weren't around before the current Nightfall system, originally Nightfalls, if your team wiped, you were sent back to orbit. <laughs> yeah. And you had to start all over again. Uh, Nightfalls used to be way more unforgiving than they are now. So completing three nightfalls was a big thing every week because it took a lot of hard work to get through them. And then sometimes you got nothing. Before, that was, but even before, yeah, because now isn't guaranteed loot was a change they made uh, to the nightfall strikes. Yeah, but now you can get sparrow horn kits. Uh, I'd rather get nothing. <laughs> Because I already have the horn that I wanted. I saved it from SRL. See, I, I, have that I didn't, so I'm crazy, glad to like, get them. Mount Olympus horn thing. Yeah. It's so obnoxious. I was, I was enjoying the horns too much. I forgot to dismantle the happy ones and get the... Yeah. So I, I, oh, the parts you Yeah, need. so I've just got happy horns on, except for my hunter who has one I got from a nightfall. Ooh, which one? Do you remember? Uh, it wasn't a great one. I think it was Cadence or something. I don't I know. Like I liked one. running around with the um the King's Horn. Yeah, the my, King's Horn. Yeah. On my Titan with That's... the flaming sparrow. <laughs> 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 that and the Duck Horn were really the two best ones. Yes, I had the Duck Horn the whole time through SRL. Just mashing it the whole race. <laughs> I'm that person. <laughs> yeah, I have the, the King's Horn on my Hunter. I might... S thirty five Aeon Glow. I like that one. So I was I was looking ahead and I see the next one that we have. Mm -hmm. uh, Gavel I think is going to take, but it's from N sixty four Josh, um, and it reminded me. You know, I, I mentioned uh, Deep Fried Dave a few minutes ago, and he actually came from uh, a, another podcast. It was 
uh, Rogue Agent Radio. It was a division mm-hmm. podcast, and they uh, they life got in the way, and, and that one closed shop. But it was very good. It was it was always on on kind of the top of the charts for for your division podcasts. Um, but him and Tinks, who uh, came from uh, Aim Assist, and she is now does a, a podcast called Bombshell Jackets. Uh, her and a couple other gals do that. It's a, it's a fun podcast to listen to, so I recommend that one. Um, but those two have collaborated, and they have a podcast that isn't weekly. It I don't think it's I don't think they've really got a, a set um, date and time and, and stuff for releases. But it focuses on division lore, and so you can find them over at division at division lore, and uh, it's called Collecting What Remains. Uh, so Deep Fried Dave, for one, has a great voice, and two uh, does a I mean they do a fantastic job uh, on their previous podcast. Their first episode came out. Um, a couple weeks ago, I haven't had a chance to listen to it, but it's definitely on my to-do list. So, so again, I mentioned them because I saw N64 Josh coming up, and he actually also does some podcasting and, and some other stuff. Um, but yeah, check them out. And uh, N64 Josh, I think, runs the Loot Cast. Last I checked, um, but uh, you can find. Oh, he's also on the Aim Assist uh, podcast. So, yeah, that's uh, more more podcasting brethren. <laughs> to 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 find and why haven't we formed why haven't to we formed a podcast network? <laughs> Form an alliance. There are some of those out there. I just I just think we don't. No one well, likes here, we're, us. We're gonna we're gonna so, alienate N sixty four Josh by calling him out for his humble brag right here. <laughs> uh, yeah, no joke, right? Go for it. I got a Gellerhorn after a twenty five and zero match of Crucible right before House of Wolves dropped. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just just toss that in there. Twenty five and zero. Yeah. No big. Well, remember I said he was on podcast. Don't don't go listen to that. Humble. Don't go Humble listen to that. <laughs> Man, that's awesome. Uh Jeez. All right. Next one at CDL Magic. I was the only one to get anything in control and had four kills, nineteen deaths back in year one, and dropped galley. Hate mail followed. It's the exact opposite story of the one we just read. Perfect. <laughs> right. Those are back to back. I'm a boss. I'm a slacker. <laughs> we both got Gallowhorn. Four and 19 in control. <laughs> Maybe he got like 15 captures. Okay. I, get, uh, that's... I think he would have put that in there. <laughs> I would hope. I would hope he would Don't have put that in there. Don't look up his account and see if he has the objectively correct medal. <laughs> uh, oh, man. This next one is super it's long. It's super long. Who's yeah. going to do this? This is the, uh, the tale of the crestfallen Sherpa. Did you say sherbet? Yep. Is that what you said? Crestfallen sherbet pop? Aww. Oh, there she goes. Oh, am I, am I taking this? Do it. Okay. All yeah, right. It's a long one. Uh, Tale of the Crestfallen Sherpa. Greetings, Guardians. I feel my story encapsulates both the elation of securing this prized rocket launcher and the utter devastation for those who put significant time into the game to only have RNG spurn them mercilessly. I was not a day one Guardian. In fact, I vaguely remember playing the beta and not initially liking it. However, after watching some streamers explore the content, I figured it was time to give Destiny a try. I convinced my closest friends to pick up Destiny in May before House of Wolves. We enjoyed playing through the story and strikes, with an occasional foray into the Crucible to get slapped around. But the raids were something we desperately wanted to try. Finally, in June, I linked up with a person in Twitch chat who was happy to help me and my three, three friends experience a Vault of Glass. 
Up to this point, no one in my group had many exotics to speak of except for, for a patience and time and some hard lights. Womp, womp. <laughs> we, up, we loaded up a vault of glass and proceeded to slowly march our way through. Although we were a few levels on, we were a few levels on average the, above the normal level of 26, getting familiar with the mechanics took a bit of time. After five hours of five men in the raid, oof, we were stuck at Atheon, uh, Atheon, whatever. Uh, our Sherpa pulled in one of his friends to help us get through. Time was not on our side, especially when you get an alarmed, perplexed look from your wife when it is 3.30am and you have been playing for an exceptionally long amount of time. <laughs> so we decided to give it one more try. Corrective measure was my weapon of choice for DPS, and as Atheon's health bar decreased, I urged every bullet from my magazine to ring true as time's vengeance counted down. And then it happened. He fell! Relief, elation, giggling. What I did not realise, though my state of emotion was one was one of my friends was freaking out over getting the Galahorn. D, I got Galahorn, bro. I was excited, a bit jealous for my friend, but suddenly I hear our Sherpa's dear friend incredulously inquire about my friend's new prize. You see, he was he had been playing des uh, playing day one with two level thirty characters to that point and ha had yet to have RNG bestow upon him that magnificent beast. As my friend spun around ma maniacally yelling Galahorn and shooting rockets in Atheon's chamber, <laughs> I could not, feel but a, could not feel but a tinge of sadness that all our Sherpa could get was two ascendant shards for his, helping us get, uh, his help getting us through one of the more pleasurable gaming experiences that I can remember. We never got the opportunity to play with him again. I like to hope that Galahorn found its way into his life. It is equally as likely that he stopped playing altogether. My happy moment of securing Galahorn came a few weeks later from a nightfall, but nothing will compare to that bittersweet moment we experienced at Atheon. Thanks for taking the time to read my story, and I thoroughly enjoy and appreciate the content you provide to our community. If possible, I also like to kindly re request access to your Slack yep. chat. Oh, there you go. There you go. Uh, enjoy the conversations, the speculations you must muse about during your episodes. Best, oh no, look out below. So, and then he has a, he has the whole thing recorded on Twitch, and he gave us a twi uh, link to it. Uh -huh. so. Excellent. But we're not going to watch it right no. now. <clears throat> we could watch it and describe what was happening for everyone. <laughs> but that'd probably still be that terrible like radio. <laughs> yeah. He took a step to the left. Oh no, to the forward. Uh, he's aiming in. Uh, <laughs> Twitch plays Destiny Goat <laughs> Well, we got another one here from Patrick. In year one, I hated Gallahorn, mostly because I could never get it to drop. My clan all had it and used it liberally in Vault of Glass, Crota's End, and Skolas. I had almost every other exotic dropping multiple times, but just accepted that I would never get Gallahorn. And then that fateful Friday morning close to Taken King release when Xur showed up with Gallahorn, a gift to the un unlucky SOBs, <laughs> I was so worried it was a mistake on Bungie's part and would be quickly removed. I had a friend log onto my account and grab it. I was thrilled to finally have it. Later that day, I got, I got on to do a nightfall with my friends and test it out. We breezed through it, and at the end, I saw an exotic pop up on my screen. Exactly what you think had happened. Gallahorn <laughs> dropped. I sat there in stunned silence as my clanmates' laughter echoed in my headset. Game clips were made and the story was repeated with great hilarity to, n to all not in attendance. 
It was a crushing defeat at the hands of R and Jesus. <laughs> wow. It's the way it always happens, right? It is, man. I tell you what, that's happened to me multiple times. I'd buy something from Zur and sometime in that week yeah, every it would time. drop. Every time Zur yeah. comes up with something I don't have worst. and I buy it from him, it drops for me that week. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got I mean, we sort of got trained also in year one, especially if you're a warlock. Oh, I'm not going to buy Sunbreakers this week. I'm sure he'll have them again next week. <laughs> oh, look, there has Sunbreakers. I'm not going to buy them this week. I'm sure he'll have them again nine weeks in a row. Uh, and warlocks hated Zer so hard. Yep. Although I'm wearing a perfectly rolled pair of Sunbreakers right now. As am I. But no boots. <laughs> uh these next two were tweets. Uh, so the first one is from Gaz Spellman, 2012. I've played since day one. It was my first exotic from an engram, and I was so mad because it wasn't a primary. I didn't even use it. Uh. <laughs> uh, and the next one is from Mr. Woodhouse, and I don't know if it's the same Woodhouse from Reddit. I was, I was was just trying to, trying to find that, actually. <laughs> I got mine from a Crota's End Abyss chest pre-patch. I called my boy at Ewang's and left the message just yelling, MFing Gallarhorn. <laughs> his, his, uh, his pick on, uh, on Twitter is the best. It's Woodhouse from... Uh, Archer. Archer holding two pistols. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah, and that's that... Uh, that exploit before that was patched when you could load into the stills uh, and look for the chest right there in that first door. You could tell if the yeah. light was on over it or not. And if it wasn't, mm-hmm. you could just die, reload, and wait for it to be there. The answer is yes, by the way. That is that is Mr. Woodhouse from... He's he's a mod of our gaming, our Fallout, our play arc, our Destiny of the Game. Nice. So yeah, that is him. Thanks. Thank you, Mr. Woodhouse. Hello, my name is Captain Kex. I am also known as the Lorg Project Manager, or simply as uh, the Ghost Story's greatest fan. So my Gjallarhorn story is a little bit different. I am a day one player, and I got my Gjallarhorn very early on from a random drop. Now, at the time, I was in love with heavy, uh, sorry, with uh, exotic hand cannons. So I thought, uh, who would ever use a heavy exotic rocket launcher? So I promptly dismantled it, because everyone who plays in year one knows that uh, the upgrade materials were very scarce. Months passed and um, the Gallarhorn started to become hyped on the internet, so I figured I should try probably get another one. I deeply regretted sharding it. Uh, sure enough, a couple of weeks later, um, RNG smiled at me and I got one from the exotic chest in the Vault of Glass. I know, I'm very lucky. Now, I didn't use it much, I mean, or rather, I used it to promote myself on LFG sites, because you had to have one to to enter certain uh, fire teams. Uh, but uh, here comes the actual story. So, uh, it was late in year one, and the moments of triumphs had been released. I was only missing the scholars fight to complete it, but due to time constraints with kids and real life, I had, didn't have the time. But fate dropped a couple of free hours in my lap during a work day, and I had to wait at home for a client to be moved. So with no kids and wife, I set to work. I went on LFG and I found a group. Of course, I used the Got Jallerhorn, 
We joined up and we found out that me and another guy had never done the fight. And the guy that had done the fight, he had no microphone. We all brought our trusted Gallahorns and started going through the rounds before the Skolas fight. We only wiped once and we were firing rockets left and right, popping synths, and we fought our way through to the Skolas fight. Now Varix opens the door into the last fight. Skolas, here we go. I opened my inventory to pop a heavy synth only to realize I had no left. Fearing it would screw our progress up, we decided I wouldn't try to leave for the tower. Instead, I would try. we would try the Skola fight without it. The fight started and we calmly and methodically went through all the steps. I had no ammo, heavy ammo and none dropped during all the, the previous uh, sort of parts of the, the fight. None dropped. I saw no purple. I was blasting away with my fate bringer and my Praetor's Revenge, and I watched my f teammates happily firing their rockets and everything. We're down to the last part of the Skolas fight. Skolas is around 5% health left. We were very tense. Blood was pumping, adrenaline was rushing through our veins. We were curled up in a little sort of under the platform on the left back side. And out of nowhere, two shock blade captains come up behind us and just cut us in half, all of us. Now the modifiers for that week were no radar and enemy melee increased, so we couldn't see them. And it only took one swipe to, breach, to bring each of us down. Now I was a warlock and I had my sound singer on, so I had my self rest, but those two captains were gu closely guarding my corpse. Now the seconds were ticking down, so I had to pop it. I popped myself rest and I started to run. One of the captains get a swipe in and my health drops to literally nothing. I run frantically, jumping, throwing grenades behind me so they wouldn't follow me. Projectors are flying left and right as I make my way around the arena, then <laughs> poison. I now have 30 seconds to revive my teammates and to kill those captains. So I run across a lonely drag that I headshot with my fate bring and there it is. Beautiful purple ammo. I reload my giant horn getting two rockets and I started floofing towards our base if you wanted to all that. 15 seconds left on the clock. I see one captain camping on one of the corpses and I fire a missile that hits and the wolf backgrounds clear some ads. 10 seconds left. And the other guy with the microphone tells me that the captain is inside the little uh, compartment. So I blind fire a rocket that hits the wall, sending move pack rounds flying, killing the captain. I land at their feet with five seconds to go, and I start to arrest them. I get one guy up and start to arrest the other, while he takes the poison from me with like one second to spare. We turn. Now everyone unloads on Skolos. Well, they do. They fire their rockets, mine are out. So I start pee-pooing his face with fate bring until he dies. This is followed by around 10 minutes of high-pitched screaming, as it was the, our first attempt. We calm down, we say our good games, and we go on with our lives. Now work calls me about 10 minutes later, and I go out into the reward again. Moment of triumph done. So that's my little bit different Jalohorn story. Thank you for a great show. See you guys. Awesome. Uh, I will take this next one from Mr. Smirkle. Um, this is the story of why I barely used my Gallahorn after I got it. We met up at the tower, Grizzly and I, and, start, and started, putting together, uh, started putting our team together to try our first vault run. 
We knew no one else, just random guardians from across space, all while chatting, talking about rewards and why we would love to what we would love to see drop for us. He's hunting vision of confluence and Galahorn. I'm hunting Praetor's revenge because I already had truth and icebreaker, but I don't let him know. Instead, I tell him, I'm going to get vision because dibs. Just trying to have a bit of fun with him. We finally get the team together and start to delve into the deep pit of time. The start is a bit rough, but we finally start to get into our groove. We get the Templar down and rewards drop. There's my Praetus. I'm happy, but poor Grizzly got a warlock bond. I tell him, well, we've still got another chance in an exotic chest. We'll start working our way down towards that damned maze, but first things first, exotic chest. I hit it and get red death. Grizzly hits it and gets ascendant material. I'm starting to feel bad for him, but time to focus. We sneak our way through the maze and jump across the puzzle and make our way to the big guy. Now it's Athian's turn, but try as we might, we just can't get our timing down. Our Sherpa is getting tired. We can hear it in his voice. Just one more time, we beg him. One more time through the portals and unload into Athian. He's down. Finally, that mo time monster is down and not coming back. Rewards rain in and I see Vision of Confluence drop in my inventory. My heart skips and I don't think it could get any better. Grizzly, what did you get? I was asked, hoping he comes back with galley, vision, or something that he was hunting for. He comes back with chest piece. I hear the sadness in oh. his voice. My heart drops. We make, make our way back to orbit, and as the team starts to disband, I have an idea. Grizzly, nightfall? We can go get our fire, fireheads and maybe something pretty. So we convince someone to stay with us and run the nightfall. We make our way through it fairly easily, and as we hit the final screen, I see what everyone got. Galahorn. I finally see Galahorn. Tonight can't get any better. Then I notice Grizzly got seven strange coins and my heart just drops. I can oh. hear the heartbreak in his voice as he says, Alright guys, I quit. I'm going to bed. I was so crushed that he got screwed by RNG, even though I got Gully hardly used it. It was just a reminder of how badly the game treated my buddy that night. I eventually got it again from a legendary engram and was more excited for that one than the original that I sharded my original. Thank you <laughs> all so much for everything you do. It's like helping me keep looking for interesting items in the world of Destiny. Thank you, Mr. Smirkle. <laughs> Sorry yeah. for your friend. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. That's devastating. Uh, it's, it's such a bittersweet uh, night of Destiny that <laughs> getting all the things you want and your friend not at all. Seven strange coins. Oof. Yeah. Especially up against Galahorn. <laughs> I know. Oh. So while we were sitting here, I got a couple messages on Xbox. Uh, and it's... Uh, oh, what's his name? Pseudominus 7331. Apparently he's in our Slack. I, Sorry if I'm messing up your name, but... I got this. Uh, I got this message that says Atheon checkpoint. Some guys from the Slack are taking me through Vault of Glass for the first time. So that's pretty cool. Nice. <laughs> like I said, the yeah, the guys. In, I mean, I, I love seeing that. Ask him if he got a Galar <laughs> He just messaged me back <laughs> as I was reading this. I said, "Awesome, I'd love to run, but we're recording this week's episode." He says, "Cool, we all got Galar." <laughs> Oh. <laughs> no way! If if that's true, I'm gonna even have to put a. I'm gonna have to take a screenshot of this too, if it if it is, and post it so you guys don't think I'm lying because it's this is awesome. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm just gonna say no way. 
crazy. Man, that's... <laughs> you're on the show now. Yeah. I just asked him yeah. in Slack. That's a good story. <laughs> All right. What do we got next? Uh, I'll do this one. Okay. From Christopher. And it says, <clears throat> I bought Destiny at Christmas in year one. As the game was already a few months old, I began hearing the legend as soon as I found other guardians to play with. Everyone wanted this gun. Unless, of course, you had it. And then what else could <laughs> could possibly compare? My very first exotic was Red Death from a Nightfall drop. And while I was very excited, it just wasn't the weapon I coveted. I fell in love with the Red Death and carried it everywhere. Crucible, Nightfall, and Raids. Oh my god, sorry. Interruption here. He said, yep. Yes, they all got Gallarhorns? As in they all got there Gallarhorns. There has to be a screenshot or I still don't believe him. <laughs> Tell him, tell him to get a yeah, screenshot. Yeah, you better get it. Somebody get in Slack and somebody get in Slack and say Picker didn't happen or something. Um, <laughs> sorry, Christopher, I didn't mean to interrupt your story. Um, oh, where was I? I fell in love with the Red Death, carried it everywhere, Crucible, Nightfall, and Raids. I cannot count the number of times I was terrified of getting booted from Crota's End Raids just because I didn't have Gallahorn. But after a few raids, I acquired Hunger of Crota, or as my raid teams called it, the baby galley. Raid after raid, strike after strike. It was never Gallahorn. It came to the point where the only exotics I did not have were Gallahorn and No Land Beyond. A source of much laughter with me is with me, <laughs> with me usual fire team that I had everything except literally the best and the worst exotics in the game. The hours racked up, 400, 500, 600 hours, and after even more exotics or even more exotics than I could count, I'd given up hope that I would ever get this weapon, since the general consensus was that Xur would never sell it. House of Wolves was announced. More playtime to prepare for the newest challenge, but still no Gallahorn. The clock continued to run, and the House of Wolves dropped, and the community learned that the first chest you could you got per account guaranteed you an exotic. I was not excited. I was sure it would be another Universal Remote or Dragon's Breath. So I ran the prison of Elders day one, opened that chest, and behold, the Holy Grail laid on the right-hand side of me of my screen. Finally, after 846 hours of playtime, it was mine. I bolted from my seat as though I had just been struck by lightning. I was sitting in my recliner in just shorts, no shirt or shoes on. I leapt from my chair, bolted out the door, and ran a lap around the house, screaming in pure joy of, <laughs> of, a, of a girl getting a BMW for her 16th what? birthday. It was like every Christmas rolled into one glorious moment of fruition for all the time and work invested into this game. I came back inside, and my fiancé looks at me in complete bewilderment and says, What the hell is wrong with you? To which I replied, I got a Gallahorn. <laughs> her eyes narrowed and her mouth puckered. She stands in silence for a moment and says, All this over a gun? You're an idiot. Then turns her heel, <laughs> turns on her heel and goes to our bedroom to continue watching Netflix. Without thinking, I said, "Damn right!" But at least, <laughs> at least I'm an idiot with a gallowhorn. <laughs> I don't think there have been many times where she laughed harder with me. Two weeks later, I bought her an Xbox One and her own copy of Destiny, and we still continue to play together to this day. She's currently hunting a last word. Many can tell the story of their gallowhorn. There are many like it, but this one is mine. I got it a couple. I got a couple more after that. But this first one sit with, sits, <clears throat> sits in my vault to this day, along with my original Red Death, a year one longbow synthesis, 
my original Fatebringer, a Crypt Dweller SR-1 with my Fatebringer role. I've listened to you guys since, since episode three and absolutely love it. I'm a huge lore buff and love the work you do. Keep up the amazing work. Thanks, Christopher, and that's awesome, and you've got a great girl there who uh, can definitely take a joke, so that's, that's awesome. <laughs> that's best best comeback go. ever. <laughs> I know. Oh, yeah. Yep. With the I hope that's in his, like, his Bungie.net description, like his gamer tag, and then it just says, an idiot with Galahorn. Yeah, damn right. At least I'm an idiot with a Galahorn. <laughs> hey, Destiny Ghost Story crew. It's Lanky T here, and I just wanted to tell you guys my Yallerhorn story. So it was the second time that Zer had sold Yallerhorn, and, well, you guessed it, I bought it. Yep, that's right. I zerned my Yallerhorn because I am a filthy, filthy casual. Anyways, thanks for hearing me out. Oh, and X-Ray, let's go Cardinals. Thanks, guys. Later. So, so this next one, is, this is weird because it, it starts out by saying, this is my Gallarhorn story, there are others like it, but this one is mine. There What's that last guy just said? Yeah, it's a court... I know, but it's it's weird, man. Anyway, like so many players, <laughs> once it was discovered that Gallarhorn was the beast that we all know it to be, I sought after it. Night falls on three characters every week. Vog runs, farming the exotic chest. Yes, I did it. I did too. Crota's End runs once Dark Below released. No Gallarhorn. Week after week, other exotics would drop, but not Gallarhorn for me. Eventually, everyone I played with had one. I was the last one without. Two days after House of Wolves released, I was in the hospital being a spectator as my wife labored to bring our first child into the world. While I spent a few weeks being a new dad, my friends burned through the House of Wolves content and moved on to other games. When I finally picked a controller back up, I was usually alone as I worked my way through House of Wolves. Then, one week, Omnigal was the nightfall, with Solar Burn. I grabbed my Sunsinger to farm Glimmer in the first room. After almost burning through the timers on Aether Seeds and Black Wax Idols, I thought, why not try and finish? I made my way to the final encounter and got Omnigal down to about 30% health left. Health left, died, self-rezzed, realized I probably wasn't going to make it back outside the room, so I made the quick dash to the cheese area in the back of the room. As I sat there waiting for my super to recharge, watching the, f the hail of hive fire coming in my direction, someone from my friends list, who was really a friend of a friend who I hadn't played with in months, joins me. I thought, great, I could use the help and he'll get an easy nightfall reward. As it turned out, he'd already done all his nightfalls and had just joined to help. Great guy, wonderful example of the Destiny community. With his assistance, Omnigal's screams were silenced, and the reward screen comes up. There it was, Gallarhorn. As my newborn was napping close by, I somehow managed to stifle my shouts of joy and sent a heartfelt thank you message for the assistance. It had finally happened. Relief. Two weeks later, Zer sold it. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> That's from Fig1028. And so I, I, I like totally identify with, with uh, the end of his story here. Not, not that Zer sold it, but the, the newborn part. So Destiny was released on September 9th, right? I'm, I'm checking yes. myself. Uh, my daughter was born September 26th, 2014. So she sat with me as I rocked her to sleep 
in every raid I did for like the first <laughs> year or so, little more than a year of her life, every single time I raided, it was in a recliner with her sitting in my lap falling asleep. And she would sleep in my lap while we finished the raid. Um, so much like that, when when I did get my Gellerhorn from the, from the Vault of Glass chest, she was sitting there and I definitely had to like stand up and try not to wake her up and like do my celebratory Gallahorn dance while not waking up waking waking up a baby <laughs> silently fist pumping exactly same thing when i got my fate bringer it was it was the exact same scenario a lot of like whisper right, yelling update on the update on the uh Gallahorn going on right yeah. now uh so i said uh I replied and said, tell me someone recorded that. He said, no, we were all too busy yelling and popping supers. <laughs> no, look in, look in uh, LFG Xbox Darkling Turtle, I think, was also in that raid. And he has a, an imager of himself pulling it out of the exotic chest. So there's at least one. Wow. There you go. But yeah. <laughs> it's the power of, power of this podcast. Nice. People are getting Gallarhorn right now. That's amazing. Except, except oh, Sherbet. <laughs> Yeah. He has sleeper simulant equipped while he's going galley on going to just drop off the podcast and go raid immediately. x and I are already in a fire team. Just jump in. <laughs> are we? That's awesome. I didn't I even know that. I just sneak up on you. <laughs> well, uh, oh man. MUFC1 Pablo from Twitter says, uh, played with a friend that had been in months before me. He wanted the Gallahorn bad. One night in a nightfall, I got two in a row. <laughs> <laughs> you jerk. <laughs> so rude. Uh, I love how stories. a lot of these stories are. It's, you know, that's a, a lot of these trend. stories are like friends who don't get it or f- friends who do and you don't sort of thing. It's like ev- every yeah. story seems to involve someone not being able to get it. <laughs> right. Some There's some salt and there's some yeah. joy. That's also a huge testament also to how this game is played and how a lot of our experiences were defined in the early days and like in year one where this gun was like such a trophy and such like this is I beat the game but if you just went and you had it solo you're like oh cool I just got Gallarhorn that I play with by myself but having the experiences to bounce off people you played with or clan mates or party members or friends suddenly your experience is put into so much context as either really unlucky or really lucky. And a lot, like, I think it created such a bonding experience. Like, on the good side, it created a crazy bonding experience. Like, and if you were, like, like for me, when I never got it, both my clan, um, those two guys, they had gotten, like, two or three of them before I got my first. So, you know, every single nightfall, like, they're pulling for me. And in my head, I'm like, ready, here it comes. Here comes your Gallarhorn. Here it comes. So... Like, by myself, like, it would have been like, oh, cool, I got it, that's awesome. But having them there bounced off their experiences and, like, the collective sort of, like, Reddit excitement about it or just the general Destiny community excitement about it, like, it gives so much weight and context to the stories of the day. Yeah, I mean, you know, when I think back to the to the few times I've gotten it or been around other people that got it, I remember who's with me, you know. I mean, I remember the people who, who got it or didn't that wanted it and just it just sticks out in your mind it's one of those things that you just kind of carry with you um like i said i remember when infinite tacos got his and 
few of the people that were with me, and I remember poor guy, Darth Ninja, who's from our old clan, he's like, hey, let's go run some Nightfalls, I need to try to get my Galahorn, and so I jump in and uh, beat the boss, and we got the countdown timer popping up, and I said, all right, man, you want to get it, you got to do the chant, and he's like, what are you talking about, and I said, Galahorn, Galahorn, and I did that for, you know, 15 seconds straight, and he was getting annoyed and told me to shut up, and then we got to the reward screen, I got a Galahorn, and he didn't. And I was like my fifth or sixth or something, and uh, and he was not happy. He immediately <laughs> left, and so I followed him. I left too, and I went into our Slack chat and uh, for our clan, and made a gif of me dismantling a Galahorn <laughs> and posted it all over the place and said, "Here you go, Darth. There's your there's your Galahorn, buddy." <laughs> so yeah, I wasn't that was that not <laughs> nice, but I remember that, and everyone else does too in the clan. I confirmed that the other day <laughs> yep that reminds me of of i, I once saw uh, gathalion get one of his mini galahorns and then put on this like really sad music on stream <laughs> and like make this horribly like like trollish face while he dismantled it on stream to hundreds of oh. people like in oh. chat just like no don't do it, it was, oh. <laughs> yeah so the Gatlinhorn is easily the greatest weapon ever, hands down, all time. But there's some other sides that you don't probably know. So background, I'm a year two player, my friend for the story, uh, Ninja is a year two player, and our other friend, we call him Hemlock, he's a year one vet, and he kind of carries us through all the activities so that we can experience them. Our favorite being the Vault of Glass, because who does not love the Vault of Glass? It's one of the coolest areas we've ever been in in a video game ever. So we started a Vault of Glass raid recently, like every other raid, we go to the tower and we synchronize shaders because we're all a bunch of little girls, I guess. And so we grab Chrysanthemum, the yellow and green shader, for opening the vault and uh, destroying the Templar. We grab Glohu so we can sneak by the Gorgons because that works. Trust me. And then we grab Chatterwhite so we can kill Atheon and rub it in his face. So this works. And while we're there, I decide that if I'm going to get a Vex, I need to appease the bungee gods now hemlock the year one vet has never gotten a vet despite grinding this for forever so ninja and i really want to get one for he does just so we can throw it in his face because we're such great friends so i sit there and i announced to my squad that uh i need to show my faithfulness to the bungee gods and to the system by using year one weapons and so i go and grab the ones i have i have an atheon's epilogue i grab a praetis revenge from a previous vault uh endeavor and I happen to have a Galahorn as my second exotic ever that I got once was obsolete and I am not proud to say I sharded. So I went, grabbed those, equipped them and my squad promptly told me I was stupid for not using the sleeper simulant for Atheon but whatever. My friend Ninja though said yeah that's a great idea I'll rock it too. So he goes he grabs some year one guns, he even grabs year one armor because he's been collecting it from the vault and he's got a Galahorn and so I've got, I've also got my fate bringer in my loadout for certain scenarios because you gotta have a fate bringer. So we go in the vault. Things are going great. <laughs> Shaders are on point. We're, uh, I think we killed the Templar without letting him teleport. We get to Atheon, and uh, I'm, I'm giddy because I have never fired my Galahorn, and I'm waiting. I'm gonna let the first time be on Atheon, and I just, I just know it's gonna be life changing. So we get sit back in time. We kill the oracles. We get timed vengeance. We go to the middle. 
and I'm not dumb enough to kill myself. I jump up with my Titan, fire it for the first time, watch those beautiful Wolfpack rounds just hound Atheon, and it's glorious. It, I might have shed a tear, but it distracted me, so I, I wanted to shoot a second one and see how my second one's like, but I, I didn't jump out of the bubble this time, and I killed myself. My second shot ever with a Galahorn, and I killed myself. I'm one for two lifetime with that thing now. That's not very good. However, the squad had sleeper simulants, so they were able to do the rest of the raid very easily, even without me. So they five-man the next round and killed them. So we go up there, I get revived. The reward's about to drop, we're all ready. And wouldn't you know it, my faith had been rewarded. Vex Mythoclass, Atheon's Epilogue, and Aspect of Glass, the ship. I, I think I jumped off a cliff, I was so happy. And also, if I looked in the kill feed, Ninja, my other YouTube buddy, the other faithful one, brought the Galahorn, got a Vex class, and to top it off, poor, poor Hemlock did not. I think he left the party. He was... He didn't talk to us for a day. He was mad. We immediately took our, our Vexes and went into Crucible, because that's obviously a great idea nowadays. And, uh... Yeah, so we spent four weeks making fun of Hemlock for not having a Vex class, and silently praising the almighty Galahorn for giving us one. And four weeks later, he shows up in our game and says, What's up? Look at my gun. We look. He's got a class, and he announces that he stooped himself so low as to run your one weapons and a Galahorn, and it dropped a class on his first try. Yeah. So, uh, Galahorn, not just for slaying enemies anymore. Alright, I'll take this next one. Uh, this is from Jazzus Saves. Uh, I typically only play Destiny with one other person, my buddy Mariner Mojo. We have both been playing since the beta. Up until the Dark Below came out, I was a pretty casual player, and he was obsessed. I would typically hop on and just do the weekly Nightfall with him. On two separate occasions... Both the Archon pre-strike, I received Gallarhorn. Uh, he was, needless to say, extremely upset. A little bit later, his girlfriend's daughter starts playing Destiny, and then on the same Archon pre-strike, she received a Gallarhorn as well. Oh, no. Since she was only 12 years old, she didn't understand the importance of the weapon and almost scrapped it. I believe I had to buy a new controller after that for some reason. <laughs> Flash forward a couple months... Uh, and Mariner Mojo has still not received a Gallarhorn, but witnessed many friends get the drop. I assume many of you can relate. We decided to try out a raid one night. He had never run it before. I, of course, being the casual player, had started drinking heavily while we played. What kind of person does Every that? Every raider ever. <laughs> Eventually, he had to go to bed because he had work the next morning. I don't remember much of that night, except other raid members yelling at me to go and stand in the corner because I was so inebriated <laughs> that I c my character could not even walk straight. <laughs> I, w <laughs> I woke up the next morning and counted 23 beer bottles on the coffee Man. table. <laughs> I turned on my Xbox to log into Destiny. As soon as I sign in, I find a Gallarhorn and Vision of Confluence waiting for me. I don't even remember it dropping. <laughs> Mariner Mojo did not speak to me for a while. When Zer finally came to sell a Gallarhorn, I made sure to buy 10 of them and scrap them all <laughs> just for him. It was wonderful. Oh, that's great. Wow, 23 bottles. Can you waking up the next morning and logging in and be like, oh, Gallarhorn and Vision of Confluence. <laughs> Don't remember that, but okay. 
and then to have to tell your friend it. Uh, even though the friend probably already knew because the friend probably saw it drop. Yep. Oh. <laughs> Go stand in the corner. We'll finish this without you. His character wasn't walking straight. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Here's another perfect story from uh, on Twitter from Stu Gazzo. Gazzo. Uh, day one player. Never had a drop. Zer sells it. I bought it. Next week, nightfall. Guess what drops? <laughs> <laughs> FML. Just perfect. <laughs> yup. That's how it goes. <laughs> um, uh, how, how do you even say this name? Baby Ryan May? I don't know. That's that's whose story. Thank you for your story. I shall read it. <laughs> so this is... What did you say? Ba- baby Ryan. Baby, yeah, Baby Ryan. Uh, so this is my kind of exotic story. Here it goes. My job in my clan is always getting the Vault of Glass chest checkpoint and Omnigal checkpoint every reset. I don't care that much about the exotic. I just want to play with friends. So there we go. All of us spawn in at the Gorgon's Maze checkpoint and I'm the last one in line because I'm so bad at the jumping before getting in the chest room. <laughs> all of them open it and they did not get anything. They were all going back now when I open it. My surprise, I got a Soros. My friend who really wants it screams at me. All of the F-bombs he can say, and I'm just smiling. Lol. So we finish the raid, kill Atheon, get nothing, only materials and chips, so we just all change characters and spawn back at the chest. I was late because I don't use the gear manager, so I spawn in there already halfway into the maze. I hurry and just get the chest so I can follow them. Opening the chest lags a little, and halfway out of that room, there is my first ever Galahorn. I was so surprised, and as were my clanmates, so surprised that a Gorgon saw them, and we all wipe. (laughs) So, so happy. So many F-bombs been said again. Finished the raid, got a Vex class from Atheon, and that's not it. We did Crota also, and I did not see my drops. Went to orbit, and there was another Galahorn sitting in my inventory. The happiest raids in my destiny life, and it all happened in one night. <laughs> yeah, wow. It's all downhill from there. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah. Two Galahorns and a Mythoclast? And a Suros? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's when you just stand up and do a mic drop with your controller I, I love the fact that it delayed and then they all got killed by the gorgon because they were all like what <laughs> <laughs> wipe well <laughs> uh, cremawee quorum quorum cremawee cremawee quorum 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 from twitter <laughs> my story is simple Crota Raid. Deathsinger. Died. I'm the last Guardian standing. Killed the last Acolyte, and boom. My first Galahorn. G-Horn. Sorry. G-Horn. That's like the the rewards fitting the effort. Right? Yeah. yeah. That That's not yeah. 4 and 19 in control. <laughs> that is, I saved my fire team from a wipe and got suitably rewarded. That's, that's 25 yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. So, up next we have... Garen forty two oh. Forty two oh. So here's my Gallahorn story. I don't have a story. <laughs> I never got the damn thing to drop. <laughs> never. <laughs> I was one of those sorry SOBs that had to buy it from Zur. Then I bought three so I didn't have to share it from tune to tune. <laughs> I got to use it in all its glory for a whole two weeks, I think, before they nerfed the Wolfpack rounds. But those two weeks I love every damn minute. God, I hope when it comes back, it's just as good. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have. (laughs) 
This is the anti-Gallahorn story. Yeah. Uh, I'll take this next one as well. It's another long one. Yep. Uh, who was... I'm just going to get done. People yeah, love see, your voice. Who's, who's it from? Sonic D. Hedgehog. Thanks. Ha-ha. Um, Sonic. <laughs> Uh, okay, so the first time I heard of Gallahorn was probably a month after Vanilla Destiny released. Vault of Glass was around and many stories of how difficult it was to conquer it. My best friend then mentioned the myth of the Gallahorn and how a fire team of six can take down Atheon in two damage cycles if all members were equipped with this mythical weapon. I thought that was impossible given that the raid bosses were not e as easy to take down as strike bosses. By this time, I never ventured into the vault and didn't see me entering the vault anytime soon. Fast forward to the release of The Dark Below. By this point, I have completed Vault of Glass, and the only person I knew that had Gallahorn was my brother. It was a monster of a weapon. It exceeded its expectations from how he used it against the Templar and Atheon. It was at this time my first goal and step to becoming legend involved getting the most sought-after weapon in the game. I knew it wasn't an easy task, simply because of Destiny's RNG, which did not help me in my favour. Doing nightfalls, constantly visiting Xur, hoping heavy engrams decrypted into exotics. It was so many things I tried, and as time progressed, I began to conceive defeat. It was until, That was until one day in late January of 2015, my clan decided to run Vault of Glass to help a fellow clanmate complete it for the first time. I joined in just because I was also venturing for the elusive Vex Mythoclast and Fatebringer hand cannon. As we ventured in the vault, we took down countless waves of enemies, destroyed oracles, and tra travelled through time and space in order to come face to face with the time's conflux. After a few hours of wiping and understanding that the bubble shouldn't be dead centre of the small rock in between the portals, we all felt <laughs> confident that this was the run. Everything was going smoothly until we reached the final damage cycle. I got teleported and took it upon myself to take the relic. My fire team was doing everything as if it was textbook. Eventually we made it out, only to have two of my teammates come out of the portal next to supplicants. With those two down, DPS decreased, but we were not giving up. My brother with his Gallahorn did everything in his power to stay alive, only to commit suicide shooting it from the clutter of guardians in the middle. Only two Thunderlords were hurting Atheon, and he was so close, literally less than 5% with 7 seconds left. Without even thinking, I used the Relic's Blast to hit Atheon, and just before my, just before the relic disappeared, another one. The last blast took him down. We rejoiced, celebrated, and congratulated my teammate on completing it for the first time. Then it happened. It dropped. It finally dropped. It was as if it was officially no longer an urban legend or myth. It was amazing. In my 18 years of gaming, I have never been so excited to get something in-game. I had finally gotten the Gallahorn. I screamed from excitement at the top of my lungs. Apparently, I was so excited, I equipped the weapon and started firing it to make it make sure it was legit. Uh, in the midst of the excitement, I shot a wall and blew up. This is possibly my favourite year one moment. Sorry if it seemed like a rant, but it was an epic moment for me acquiring one of the most iconic weapons in Destiny. Anyway, thanks for reading, love the podcast, keep up the good work, and hopefully see, see you guys. Hopefully it fell winter's peak. Yeah, not ranting at all. That's an amazing story. <laughs> yeah, quick thinking with the uh, Relic Blast. Yeah, like, even just without Gallahorn, that's an amazing Vault of Glass story. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh, I bet his brother felt so bad suiciding with... Oh, yeah. <laughs> shoot, shooting something in the back of the head. Yeah. So, so fun fact. 
Apparently fact. I don't know. I haven't tested this. Is this the reverse shield yeah. thing? Yeah. I just saw that like 10 minutes ago on Destiny the Game. Like, what? People are people are saying that the real way that that works is that if you're... So so what, what we're referring to is there's a post on the Destiny Reddit right now that's titled, You can safely fire rockets at Atheon if your relic holder is facing the entrance while keeping the shield up. But what people are saying is it's the it's the shield that you hit. The shield has an enormous hitbox. And so if you're yeah. actually just standing in front of your shield guy, your rockets will be fine. Yeah, and that's that's one of those things where people are always like, be careful with your rockets in Vault of Glass. Like at the the uh, Templar, be careful with your rockets because you're going to get a detainment bubble, and I guarantee somebody will blow themselves up with Gallimore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then wielding the relic, if you are standing directly behind the relic holder, your rocket will not make it through the shield, and you will destroy yourself. Yeah, but so, but I guess I had always assumed, and everyone in every group I've ever read with always assumed it was the bubble itself that the rocket couldn't pass through, just like a Titan bubble or something. Yeah. But it's not, apparently. Yeah, Things so I just last, learned. Last time I, uh, <laughs> I ran Vault of Glass, I blew myself up with the rocket four times. Nice. Once, twice, twice with the Templar and the and the uh, detainment bubble detainment. because I'm a smart cookie, and then twice on Atheon because I blew myself up in the Titan bubble again, smart cookie. Oh, and then no. I was like, this time I'm sure I'm out of the bubble. Bam! <laughs> oh. My and favorite uh, Galahorn suicides are because of grenades and horseshoes when I actually last time it happened was at Templar and I I took down my detainment bubble. Like a like a good guardian with my sniper, pull out my Galahorn, fire a rocket, and a harpy or whatever had flown right, right up right next there. to me, and so yeah. it triggered Aww. grenades and horseshoes and just detonated my rocket right in my face. It didn't hit anything; it just <laughs> blew up. It's like thanks. Well, this same thing is what prompted the uh, that ledge strategy at Crota. Like everybody, yeah. make sure you are far enough apart from each other that you are not <laughs> shooting each other in the back of the head with Galahorn. Spread out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this isn't unusual for me though. I'm I'm so used to the uh, the <sighs> size over my headset and the you should not be allowed to play with rockets. I'm like yeah, <laughs> it's fun explosions. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's smart. That using nobody ever uses that relic blast there at the end of a yeah. Atheon, but quick thinking. And you have, I mean, you really have the Thunderlords to thank there, but. Hmm. But still, the Relic Blast killing him is a pretty cool way to take him down. Maximum. Maximum. Rewarded for your effort. Yeah. Your quick it was a very well deserved Galahorn. And they, he must have been really quick getting that Relic shot off and then getting the bubble back up to, for the team to not get mm. killed by Atheon mm. there. So, good work. Mm. <clears throat> All right. This next one is from Justin SOS07. Uh, hey, ghost stories, guys and gal. I have a galley story for you. It was during the time of the Great Crota's End. I don't know if it was ever that great. <laughs> I was on Destiny Tracker looking to see if anyone needed one more for the raid. I saw a post saying that they need one. I can't remember if it was hard or normal. So we start a fresh run and make it to the lovely Ear Ute. It takes a few rounds and we beat her and a No Land Beyond drop for me. The people that got shards were lucky. So we beat Crota, and someone said that a galley dropped, but no one got it. We just figured the guy was trolling us. So I said thanks, leave the fire team, and I head over to the kitchen, and as I walk away, I hear the sound of an exotic dropping. 
I quickly turn around and check my heavy slot, and there it is. My first Gallarhorn was sitting there. I jumped up and just yelled, Gallarhorn! And I ran down the hall to where my wife was reading a book, and I said, Babe, I got Gallarhorn! She looked up, 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 uh, she looked up at me with her eyes just barely over her book and said, I don't care. <laughs> she, was, she was mad at me for something, but I sure hell didn't care at the moment. Pretty much all my friends at the time had one, and now I was part of the club. <laughs> uh, I can relate to those times. I remember when I, when my crew three-manned Crota for our moments of triumph. Uh, I was just like, <gasps> ah! and then trying to explain to people in the room, like, we just did something that was so difficult. Oh, my God. And they're like, I have no idea what you're talking about, and I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This next one comes from Keenan. says, it was late August 2015. I was just a young guardian who just unlocked the Prison of Elders. I heard on Friday that the legendary Gallahorn is being sold by Zer. I ground and ground, but it was summer, and I didn't keep good track of time. I went all through Saturday thinking it was Sunday. I woke up the next morning realizing my mistake. I rushed to where Zer was, at the bar, but he was already gone. This is my grand failure of <laughs> destiny. I'm excited to get my iron Gallahorn, though. Hope to see you in the rise of iron. This is my grand failure. <laughs> even, man, there's people that even whenever it's, like, handed to you, still have difficulties getting it, you know? <laughs> that's that's how elusive this gun is. Well, hopefully he didn't. He looks like he got uh. his pre-order in, so he'll have the iron yeah. <laughs> Unless he screwed Don't that know. up. <laughs> He's gonna get two iron wings and no gallon. Oh, no. oh no, it's gonna be his buddy's account or something. He accidentally was logged. <laughs> Pre-ordered in. it as a gift for somebody. <laughs> oh boy, nice. This next one is from Freudian yeah. Slip Seventeen. Um, <laughs> this one's funny. While I don't have any specific uh, recollection of the activity I was engaged in when I got Gallahorn, I do recall my mood. I had played through the campaign, done a lot of PvP, even finished the Vault of Glass, yet I had not glimpsed the most formidable weapon in my inventory yet. I had seen the reaction videos of mostly teens to young adults who were losing their minds when the drop revealed the rocket launcher meta for their guardians. Yeah. As I watched what I would assume... As I watched what I would assume were all students without an adult care in the world practically crap their pants while drooling all over their elite controllers, I thought, I will never be this excited over a weapon drop. I'm an adult. <laughs> Mind you, this same adult gets passionately motivated to trail out guardians in their face in the crucible when they defeat me and will gladly use a Nova Bomb on a single guardian to exact my revenge. <laughs> So there I was, enjoying some sort of destiny activity while playing with my friends when I get an exotic Ingram. I take it to the tower and get blessed with all that is the Gallahorn glory. As I suspected from my typically reserved self, I kept my cool over voice chat, and one would have thought that it was the 100th Gallahorn in my vault. Yet while my voice was reserved, my racing thoughts focused all of the cruise of... of blah. <laughs> Where was I? I just entirely lost that line. Yet while my voice was reserved, my racing thoughts, thank you, focused on all of the crucible destruction I would be bringing to other guardians who had bested me before with their teasing exotic rocket launchers, and now it was my turn to spoil their play. 
With one hand on my controller and the other with a clenched fist, I dramatically pumped it in the air a single time to express my inner excitation. You see, I'm an adult and can contain my pure joy while my emotions may be running wild like the teens you see losing their shit on YouTube. I love this game and the show you all do. Keep up the great work with the lore. I'm an adult. This is an adult Galahorn. <laughs> oh. I love the, the single... I think this this should just be like... Somebody needs to make this into a comic. <laughs> the single dramatic fist pump? <laughs> yeah, the one single fist pump. Yes! Oh, brother. That's great. <laughs> uh, well, Jason says, I like your idea of Galahorn stories. And I would like to share mine. It's not that long, really. Do you remember the chest to Crota's that you can access from the abyss, or in the abyss? I went down there on my first run of Crota's End, and it was solo. Of course, I had seen videos on how to kill yourself over and over and get that chest to spawn close by. I ran in there and opened it up and got my first ever Gallahorn to drop out of it. I was so stoked and told my friends all about it and to go do it. Next Tuesday, they patched it. <laughs> And you can't get exotics from it anymore. I felt so lucky, and I felt so bad at the same time. Jason. <laughs> nice. That's how it goes, man. You gotta jump on those exploits as soon as you can. Hey guys, daughter Judy, Jamie, here with my Gallarhorn story, but it's not really my story. One of the things that I did year one was give away that oh-so-coveted Gorgon checkpoint in the maze. I work nights, as most of you have played with me know, so during the day I would just give it away for until I got bored or had to leave for work. And one time I get a group and one of these kids had to have been, you know, that kid, that generic squeaker where you want to mute them the entire time you're playing with them. And I was dancing at the start of the maze while I watched their dots go up and over to the chest. And just sitting there waiting to kill myself so I can reset and start this all over again. And they stop moving as I see on my radar. And they open the chest. A red death, a patience in time. A Gallarhorn to this kid, and all I hear in my headset is, I got a Gallarhorn! I got a Gallarhorn! In a much higher pitched voice, of course, but he was screaming, and I'm glad I made his day, even if my ears took several days to recover. That is just one of many Gallarhorn stories that I have been privy to in my life as a Destiny player, but that is the one I'm sharing with you guys. Uh, there's uh, a tweet here from Loki Kills All. It says, Hating life after my wife got her third from a nightfall. Popped an exotic chest in Crota, ran around the house screaming. <laughs> there you go. Uh, I can take this one if you want. From okay. Cindy P. Uh, like, a, like a log. Wow. Date, September 9, 2014. Location, Old Russia Cosmodrome. My boyfriend and I were enjoying fighting through the Cosmodrome. 
we were so excited to get our hands on this magical thing called an exotic. We had been talking about exotics since the beta. We'd hoped and wished that we would be able to get our hands on one of these godlike weapons or armor. After hours and hours of wishing and waiting, we didn't get an exotic on launch date. We went to bed that night, excited for another day of fighting Fallen in the morning. September 10th, 2014. Location, control in the Crucible. We were fighting other Guardians. We honestly didn't like Crucible as much as other people have. When we had played it in the beta, we avoided it as much as we could. Since it had been months since the beta came out, we wanted to give it another try. The first match, we watched Iron Jesus as it hands us a few things that were soon to be dismantled. We fought tooth and nail in the second match, and we won. Once again, we watched and hoped for a good weapon or armor to be handed to us. In that moment, what popped up on the screen made us back out of the match. My boyfriend had gotten a a legendary heavy weapon engram. At the time, anyone could get a legendary. It was really, well, you know, legendary. It was honestly unheard of. It was harder to get back then. We had to go see the evil, malicious Master Rahul. We set our ship's coordinates to the tower and came flying in. You could hear it. Rahul was laughing at us. For those who do not know, or didn't play Destiny in Year One, or the time, well, Rahul was a real, well, for lack of a better term, Rahul was kind of a bully. He would take your engrams and decrypt them. Sometimes the engrams could be worse than what you give him. So, therefore, this legendary had a very high chance to turn into a rare. I honestly swear Rahul was taking all of our good engrams and switching it out for random stuff just because he didn't want, to set, want us to have anything nice. Anyways, we both held our breath as my boyfriend handed in his engram. All I hear is, all I hear all of a sudden is a lot of screaming, excitement, and the sounds of his very loud desk chair. What? What did you get? I asked, getting way too excited. I gotta show you this, he told me as he goes to his inventory. What? I'm not even high enough level for this yet. Hello, what happened? I asked very impatiently. I have to tweet about this. I'll send you a picture, he told me. I waited. I got an exotic rocket. Gal... Gal... Horn? How do you even say this word? It looks so sick. We were so excited. Second day of Destiny. He'd gotten his very first exotic from a legendary back when it could have turned into a blue. Sad thing is, he wasn't really able to use it. He was not a high enough level yet. So it sat there in his inventory for a while, collecting dust. Friday came round and Zer came. My boyfriend got his hands on another exotic weapon. And Gallahorn wasn't being used at all. This rocket launcher had spent a lot of time not being used. It wasn't until he had unlocked the wonderful, great wolf pack rounds until he realized how amazing this rocket is. Not only is it smooth and beautiful, it became one of the best exotics in the history of Destiny. The most unbelievable stories out there, but something I am super proud of. Yes, that I am proud of. I tell everyone and everything that will listen to me with this story. That's amazing. <laughs> That's that is super super luck. Wow. Day two, legendary engram from the crucible turns into Gallarhorn. Jeez. I want to know if if Bungie has a record of the first Gallarhorn drop. <laughs> I'm sure they do, right? Yeah, they must. That'd be like an amazing thing to like just blast that person on on social media <laughs> yeah give him a special and en- like emblem he's got the first one emblem. Uh, i'll take this next one and it's actually from black viper 75 uh who won 
the plush ghost way, 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 way back in the day when we were first starting this podcast. <laughs> Although he sent me an email saying that he never got it, which makes me very sad. Uh, I'm looking into it. I think I've said this before in the show. Uh, we're going to get this fixed. So I'm going to shoot a ghost out of a Gallarhorn and make it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> he says, I've been playing Destiny since the alpha. And I'd like to quickly share my Gallarhorn story since I got one a few weeks after the game was released. My memory of getting the Gallarhorn is not so vivid, unfortunately, because at the time it dropped for me, the power of Gallarhorn was still unknown to the vast majority of players. I got mine, I think, towards the end of October 2014 from either an exotic engram or as a drop from the Crucible. See, I told you, I don't quite remember. I was kind of disappointed that I got a rocket launcher as an exotic, and I quickly put it in the vault not wanting to waste my exotic slot on heavy weapons because I was using the very bad juju at the time. A few days later, I was doing my first Vault of Glass run with randoms. Yes, my first run was with randoms because <clears throat> while I felt I was raid ready for a few weeks, my clan at the time felt they weren't ready, so I just seeked out a random fire team. At Atheon, a guy on my team pulled out his Gallarhorn and asked if anyone else had one. I said that I did, but it's in the vault and not upgraded. He advised me to upgrade it uh, to at least the Wolfpack perk and then hit him up for another VOG run next week. I did, and boom, the rest is history. I could not believe that I had this ballistic monster just sitting in my vault. Uh, thanks for taking the time to read my Gallarhorn story. Sending you our love and appreciation <laughs> for what you do from a sunny beach watching over the Aegean Sea. Thanks. I want to go there. I mean, the way. Yeah. Uh, and like I said, Viper, we're going to get your your ghost situation sorted out. So, and thank you for your Gallarhorn story. The next one we have here is uh, from Will Fabian. My wife and I were playing... Oh, this they're never good when there's a wife. <laughs> is it? My wife and I were playing the Crota Raid on normal. She had a galley drop on the Death Singer. She was super happy because it was her first galley ever. Well, we finished off Crota, and guess what? She got another galley from Crota. <laughs> oh. Gotta say, two in the same raid within 20 minutes was pretty cool to see. Anyway, love your show. Hope it never ends. Thank you. And your wife, <laughs> would she like to raid with me? <laughs> no, she's going she's gonna to steal your Gallarhorn. <laughs> I just want to see it happen. You fine with that? Uh, I'll take this next one because I've been okay. reading really long ones, and this is a sh slightly shorter one. <laughs> um, so but my you have to pronounce this name. <laughs> oh, uh, Recknellis? <clears throat> sure. <laughs> um, it's Recknellis. I'm just going to sure. say that. Um, my Galahorn story began that first week when Zer the Jerk sold it, but almost nobody could afford it. I'm pretty sure my brother thought, bought it simply because he could and then stuck it in his vault, not using it much until after the rest of our group began listing after it and trying to get it to drop. After many nightfalls, Vault of Glass, and Crota completions without one dropping, I was getting discouraged. I was having a tough year at grad school that was wearing down my patience even further. But then finally, one night in February, my raid group was doing a Vault of Glass run and I got my first Gallarhorn on Valentine's Day from the Gorgon chest. I was so excited that it made up for the rough year all in one night. Since then, I had another five or six drop from activities in year one, although I only kept one per character. Though I've had many exotics drop for each weapon slot, I'll always remember my Valentine's Galahorn as my first love. 
Aww. <laughs> nice. Makes me wonder. So, when Zer sold it the that first week, do you think Bungie knew what they were doing? Well, remember, according to them, they have no control over Zer's inventory. Oh, I know. I know what they. <laughs> I know what they say. I, I, I hear. I hear the same stories, but it seems pretty coincidental that he sells it like the first week and then not until almost the last yeah. week ever and it's the gun that everyone wants uh, ask Meg, ask Mega saying. Man EXE just yeah. saying <laughs> the guy was the Zer Whisperer that's right, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Uh, oh what do we got next we got uh, Egan Eginter Eginator? 5 Egg, oh, Eggenator? Look at that. Nice. Eggenators. This may or may not be believable, but I have played Destiny since year one, day one, and have logged several thousand hours and have never received a Galahorn. I finally got the last word and did all of the quest line bribing for the chaperone last week. I now have every exotic in the game except the elusive Galahorn. I have probably done hundreds of raids, raid runs, nightfalls, on multiple characters, but nada. I'm excited to finally try out the Iron Galahorn and hope it brings the same magic it did in year one that I missed. P.S. My son was born last... My son was born the week Zer sold it. <laughs> oh, he's so... He... So, dude, you got it. You got your Galahorn right there. So, yeah, he couldn't get it. He couldn't buy it. So, that right. was going to be my question as I read it was, why didn't he buy it? Um, but man, you got something so much better than a Gallahorn that week, so you Galler can wait. baby. <laughs> Galler baby. You did you should have named him Galler Galler son. <laughs> I'm <dealt. laughs> Oh man, baby I think horns, I just had yeah. a weird vision of my future reading that. Like having every exotic except <laughs> Gallahorn. And then not being able to buy it because you're having your son. Well, I don't know if they're gonna make it sell again. I guess I'll get it in <laughs> I get Iron Gallahorn, whatever the other one. Still, <laughs> man, just having every everything God, except a... that. Here, one day, one, and never got to drop. That's rough. Yeah, that yeah. hurts. Yes, it is. Yeah. For oh, some man. reason, well, we got. I only just got this vision of my head. Uh, the what is Hideo Kojima's new game? With the dude who plays Daryl from The Walking Dead. Oh, um. Uh, and in that reveal video, he's holding that baby. Uh, and then I saw somebody who photoshopped a Gallarhorn into his arms, like he was hugging the Gallarhorn. I will find that and link it in the show notes because it's hilarious and it's not funny just talking about it right here, as evidenced by your reactions to that story. <laughs> I'm gonna find it right now. I, I don't even know what game it is. <laughs> not like, Silent well, Hill. <clears throat> no, it's the one about the the whales. Oh, wait, I'm trying to think. Ugh, brain is just not working. I know, I know what you're talking about. Death Death Stranding is the name of that game. No uh, idea. Yeah, de- how, how about Death Stranding, Gajalerhorn? Also, according to CD from Work Revolt, Gajalerhorn can shoot from the moon all the way to Earth. Uh, I'm sure that's accurate. I mean, it seems right. I, be- I believe me. it. I haven't tested it in my non-scientific <laughs> testing. <laughs> no, this is a forever to 
fine. But yeah, uh, Norman Reedus, by the way, I just remembered his name. So watch the Death Stranding trailer if you haven't already. It's really bizarre and creepy, and it's classic Hideo Kojima. But yeah, at the end he's holding a baby, and then somebody decided that it should be Gallarhorn instead. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, I remember that now that you're saying yeah. that. Yes. Yeah, that's hilarious. Uh, we got another one from Twitter. Uh, a Gaz Spellman, 2012. I played since day one. It was my first exotic Engram, first exotic from an Engram. I was so mad because it wasn't a primary. I didn't even <laughs> use it. <laughs> Seems to be the case for a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. I, so I always I I've heard a lot of stories about the people passing on it when Zer sold it because who wants a rocket yeah. launcher? You know. I forget what else he sold. Apparently, he sold something else really good that week too. I'm. I gotta look that up. I don't remember. <laughs> Yeah, uh, he sold. Yeah, I'll tell you exactly what he sold. I'm gonna I was about to say, I thought we Maybe just read that tweet. We did. Yeah, did I think we read did. <laughs> yeah, we. Me? I didn't. Remember, I don't. Yeah. I didn't read that name. I think we had a. What did? We did. did. It's exactly we the same tweet. We've done it twice. Yeah. <laughs> well done. <laughs> well, there you go. It was that good of a story? I was like, I remember this tweet. That, <laughs> that week, Zer sold an insurmountable skull fort. Acleophage Symbiote, Light Beyond Nemesis, Gallarhorn, Exotic Shards, and an Exotic Gauntlet Engram. Man, remember when Xur sold Exotic Shards? Yeah. And actual Exotic Engrams? <sighs> Those were the days. <laughs> Those were the days. <laughs> Alright, we only have one left. Hmm. Yeah? yeah? Really? This is, the, this is the last one. Man. Feels like it flew by. Two and a half hours. Wow. Plus we have the audio stuff to cover too. Yep. Oh boy. So there you go. Plug that in. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a long one. I think there's like you said, I think there's some we didn't even put yeah. in here. Yeah, I mean but there's some like so. novel length stories people have written us. Uh I'll find a way to get them all out there. Because some of them are great and like we tried to cram in as many as we could here, but Yeah, we absolutely I mean we like I've said before, we read everything everyone yep. sends, and just because we don't respond or we don't use it on the show doesn't mean we didn't read it. I mean, we keep we keep up with that stuff, and we share them in our chat with each other and make sure everyone knows when there's a good story. Yeah, I made an exotic stories tag in our Gmail, and I went through and I read every single exotic story to make sure I could organize them properly. Some good stuff. Yeah. Who was the your last name one? On it. To me? Oh, I see that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Since I since I read the last one twice, I guess. Um, Green Rebel. Fiery Hammer here. An Exo Titan. My ghost found and resurrected me mid-May of 2015. Two of my cousins were already max level, so it was a whirlwind crash course to take me from kindergarten and set me on my way to becoming legend. We got through all the content, then nightfalls and raids. We ran Vault to Glass and killed Crota several times. And sure, I got a few exotics, but sadly, no Gallahorn. After months, I had given up and accepted my fate. RNG was not in my favor. Then it happened. There it was. It was within my grasp. The dark figure in the shadows with the tentacles for a face <laughs> sold it. Finally, I had it. My very own Gallahorn. I leveled that thing up as fast as possible. And Crota hunting, we went. 
He, we melted him, of course. Then came the reward screen. Lo and behold, after all of the grinding and having just bought it, Crota had jo- dropped the Galahorn. <laughs> <laughs> Every time, man. Every time. Yeah, it's like having one increases your chances to get it. That's why people, there's not many people that say, yeah, I just had the one ever. It's not yeah. had one or two or three or four or five or six. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. And right here, I'll call Man. out, I'm going to call out this guy, uh, Isaac, who sent us a Gallarhorn story. It's super, super long, so I don't think we're going to read it right now. Uh, but the title is Gallarhorn, Learning to Love the Wolfpack and Myself. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a novel. Oh, it's so it, great. It's about as long as a novel. He he also embedded two YouTube videos into it. Oh, so brother. It's quite a piece. Wow. Well, thank you for sending that and taking the time because we will. I haven't read that one yet. Yeah, it's really good. One. So, but it, thank. I mean, thank you, thank you for for sending it in and putting in the effort. Thanks to everyone who gave us uh, audio. Thanks for everyone for sharing their stories and their tweets, and I've got two and a half hours of Gallarhorn memories from year one as we go into year three. Well, possibly more once you get the audio yeah, ones it's... in there. Oh, right, that's true. <laughs> two and a half hours yeah. of written memories <laughs> read by us. <laughs> Man, so, so good. I mean, thanks, everybody who sent something in, just amazing and I'm glad we could make you a part of this show and get you involved and that you like us enough to want to be involved it's 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 a definitely a, a, an amazing feeling so thank you for every to everyone who who has the Gallahorn or doesn't have the Gallahorn or has 10 Gallahorns <laughs> and just uh, can't you wait to a, see what what this next anybody uh, any of a favorite is. the ones we just read Ooh. Wasn't thinking of oh, it man. like um, that. It's tough. I have to go back and judge them my, all again. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> my favorite was the the guy who got Gallarhorn and was happy so he could use it to take revenge on people. <laughs> yeah, actually, the the adult Gallarhorn was that also was pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, the single fist pump. It's <laughs> pretty amazing. Yeah, that's. I really, I kind of really liked the uh, conversation between Deep Fried Dave oh, yeah. about about Captain Morgan. <laughs> That was pretty good. I like that Crucible story. Oh, My man. brother will still run Gallarhorn in Crucible just because it's so mean. Uh, he oh, loves yeah. it. He, even yeah. if we're Did- going into, he won't run it in Iron Banner. But if we're going to like a like a control match, he's like, I'm taking Gallarhorn. Doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> Can wipe out an entire team with it. Wow. I mean, I don't get insanely mad about stuff like that, but sometimes it's just like, I I, I think I'm like. Why did I just get killed by the Black Hammer? Who still uses that there? Why did, did someone use an icebreaker? Yeah, I, really? I was killed with like <laughs> you know, Black Spindle or something ridiculous the other day. Like in PvP. Like what? We're doing a control match. Why? Why? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's just certain guns that you get killed by and you're like, man. You I just didn't know sit there looking confused for a bit. <laughs> then respawn. Yeah. <laughs> Last week was Mayhem. I played so much Mayhem. Oh, it's my yeah. favorite game mode. Uh, but I was playing 
Titan with Thunderlord, and I have I think I got more Machine Lord medals last week than I've got in my entire time playing up to this point. <laughs> that gun is a nice. monster. What uh, subclass uh, were you running? I was I was running Sunbreaker. Uh, because Sun Charge is one of the most fun things you can do in Mayhem, because you'll have like a Stormcaller pop his lightning runner right in front of you, and then you can pop hammers, and it only takes one swing from Sun Charge to just shut them down. <laughs> wow. Uh, so I just spent my time like, oh, is that a, a Blade Dancer? Sun Charge. Is that a Stormcaller? Sun Charge. <laughs> Did somebody make a mistake and jump up into the air? Flaming Knee of Justice. Like, it's... <laughs> yeah. I love Sun Charge so much. Uh, so yeah, Sun Charge and Thunderlord, just brutal, brutal combo. You're either throwing hammers or you're blowing people up with lightning. That sounds amazing. I am glad I did not come across you playing Mayhem last week. <laughs> that would have not have been fun for me. <laughs> I came across a couple people uh, who listened to the show in the Crucible uh, while I was playing Mayhem. It was awesome. So it still looks. It's awesome to just. Like randomly get messages and be like, "Wait, are are you drop slash like from the show?" Yeah, I got a. I just blew you I got, up. I got a message like that last week that, <laughs> saying, "You know, hey, nice to play with you. I, I listened to the podcast, and it's like you did well." I'm like, "This is the one game I did well this whole time." Yes. <laughs> Success. And the only time someone saw me was when I was doing okay. This is good. <laughs> yeah, that's the worst. Oh, it was great playing with you, and then it's like I went like. 14 and or 4 and 19 I'm like oh no I just look Ugh. terrible that guy better stick to the lore <laughs> that's why I stick to mayhem yeah <laughs> oh man good show good fun stuff what do we do we have anything coming up what do we what do we nope. talk about what we're doing next I don't know no well we got no we got exotic armor in the, the in the hopper got a couple other things still got fan questions we're gonna take care of and a couple more surprises you know, as we get closer to rise of iron you know, more and more things get uncovered. We had a, a writer's roundtable this week. We have a reveal coming up uh, the, the day this episode mm-hmm, releases. Mm-hmm. Is that supposed to be the PDP Yeah, that's the big thing? Gamescom thing. That's supposed to be the the big deal. Oh. The mode we've all been asking for. So they say. Hmm. I hope just I just hope it's more I hope it's mayhem control. <laughs> Those two words just don't no. make sense together. <laughs> Mayhem just imagine control. the salt. But they're so, but they're, but they're yeah. so right. That would be amazing. It would be impossible. Have, it would be so much fun. Do we have Mayhem Trials, though? Sure, why not? Yeah. Mayhem everything. Well, mayhem yeah. Iron Banner. That would be... I would, I would play way too much Iron Banner that week. Mayhem Iron Banner Clash. <laughs> mayhem Iron Banner Control, why yeah. not? Yeah, some of the most fun moments in this game have been when it's like you're just getting supers and everyone's going crazy and you're exploding everything. It's mayhem's great for that reason. It's like when you do the enemy moving against each other and you're just feeding each other supers. Some of the most fun patrol I've had. I can't be mad in mayhem, no matter how I die. Yeah, yeah. I just I can't I can't be mad. I'm so excited to just respawn and immediately run back in. Yeah. Yeah, so. just go back and super someone because it's just charged. I mean, who again. goes? I mean, yeah. I mean, you can't go there and think, "Oh man, I'm I'm gonna go. I'm not gonna yeah. die." <laughs> you know, there's too many I do. deadly I things. I went, I went something like about. 27 and four in one of my games. Wow. Mayhem supremacy. Wow. There you go. 
Yeah, I love but it. But I think it's also because people take it less seriously. Like, you're there to, you're, oh, you're there to blow things up. That's it. It's yeah. for fun. You're, so everyone's sort of in a good mood to do, to do it. You're there to do your exotic sword quest because you get so much heavy ammo, <laughs> or you're there to use loadouts you never normally use, yeah. or you're there to use builds you never normally use. So it's, the, it's the game mode to mess around ago. in, so it's lots more fun than a lot of the others, I think. Makes me wonder how these new artifacts are going to affect oh, man. that. Yeah, Because if they're already recharging faster and... Ugh, yeah, a couple months ago crazy. in Mayhem, I got a Slack team together and we were all Sunsingers, all running Sunbreakers. Uh, so six, six Sunsingers, all with Radiance and Song of Flame and Sunbreakers, you don't... It's like trolling. It's like the bubble train. Like the whole world is on fire. Nobody can get near you. It's just so mean. But it's so much fun. That sounds amazing. It was on a uh, the man cannon stage, crossroads. So there was never a time when a portal was not just covered in solar grenades, or when the heavy ammo boxes were not covered in solar grenades, or like you, the other team couldn't move anywhere without being lit on fire awesome it was awesome well let's uh let's wrap this this one up this was a a great one to yeah that's done to end the uh, exotic weapons the real, with. this is the real end of exotic and weapons mm. it's hard to believe we did it we Kill. did it <laughs> okay we can't we can't finish Kill. the episode without talking about solar burn skolas oh, oh man when that level 35 prison of elders released and people are like, oh man, the Skolas fight is so challenging and mechanical. And then somebody discovered that you can melt him in seconds with Gallerhorn on Solar Burn. Uh, and then just run around dismantling the bombs. <laughs> yeah, that was before I got mine. I, uh, so, yeah, I didn't get to do that. Aww. But all of it, like, <laughs> taking, like, though, when my crew three manned Crota, we could have done that without Gallerhorn. Uh, the reason I became sword bearer for my team was because I didn't have Gallarhorn, <laughs> and the other two guys did. So they handled they handled downing the shield, and I handled the sword. Uh, but everything everything was made better with, and I say made better, but it was really like, oh man, we had a really hard time getting through that Gallarhorn. It that's it, heavy ammo since and Gallarhorn will get us through <laughs> anything, everything in the game. <laughs> Sol- yeah, Solar burn. That's it. End of the world. <laughs> Gallahorn all the things. Yep. And if you had... Uh, oh, what's the the solar scout? Or Vision, the, Vision of Confluence? From Baltic Glass. Yeah, Vision of Confluence along with that. Oh, yeah. Dude. A good sniper, man. Yeah, you, were, you were set. Yeah, Vision of Confluence, Black Hammer, and Gallarhorn. The solar <laughs> complete solar destruction <laughs> alright and that does it that's it Gallarhorn mm-hmm. the weapon that launched a million memes <laughs> it will and broke reddit a couple times broke the whole internet a couple times mm-hmm. and we'll probably <laughs> do sure. so again I hope so I can't wait for the next yeah. round of what people discover they can completely and utterly cheese with the year three gallery. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, until next time, 
enjoy your Gallahorn or lack thereof, and hopefully everyone has theirs come two weeks, three weeks. Yeah. Is it really that soon? Something like that. Is it amazing how soon that is? It's more than a month. It's uh Yeah. Is it? Today's Does it come the on the twentieth? ish Yeah, Four so weeks. it's a month. Four still, weeks. Still, that's still soon. Regardless. <laughs> Irregardless. <laughs> Irregardless. Zer sells it for the next four weeks. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> I hope he sells it week one when uh, Rise of Iron comes out. <laughs> Did you pre-order? Oh, too bad. Everybody gets it. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Thanks. Here you go. Everyone gets the black one. <laughs> the one from Zer is actually purple. Uh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're going to have like ten iterations of the Gallarhorn. <laughs> Just in different colors. Shoots Zerpak rounds. <laughs> Nine purple tentacle rounds that come out of it. All right, no, we're really, we're really gonna end yes. this. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Bye. 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 Good night. Just edit in sounds of the Gallarhorn fire. Go wolf yourself. Boosh, boosh, boosh. And whatever you do, don't Google wolf jobs. <laughs> boosh. What? Okay, I'm doing it. (laughs) (laughs) Look at this stuff. Isn't it neat? Wouldn't you think my collection's complete? Wouldn't you think I'm the guardian? The guardian who has everything. Look, Tinklebot, the exotics I've got. Do you want some weapons? Cause I've got a lot. Looking around here, you'd think, sure. She's got everything. I've got Hawkmoon, the last word, and Plant C. I've got Truth and a 300 Thorn. You want icebreakers? I got plenty. But who cares? No big deal. Where's my horn? How many weeks? Must I do three nightfalls? Still, I only get four or five ascendants. Bungie, stop trolling me. What do I need now? Oh, radiant. In PvP, I would get so far. Screw those hunters, OP blade dancing. No one would shun me on. What's that site again? LFG. Up where they glide, up where they gun, blast Atheon to oblivion. Destiny, please, please drop for me my Galahorn. I'd go legit, I'd even quit grenading the Templar. The strange coins I'd pay to play a raid, G-horn in hand. Oh, Bungie, please. I'm on my knees, and I want to bring Crota to his bright young coders, sick of odors from all our cheese. I'm ready to know what the Deej knows. What's Zer selling next week? Give me some answers. What's the next nightfall, and will it have some solar? Burn. When's it my turn? Wouldn't I love, love to shoot wolf pack rounds from above? Destiny, please.
please drop for me my gala.